0: And welcome back everyone, it is episode 57 of Thirst and Goal, I've been across the table from me, Sonia to my right, and I am Frani. And uh, we are all donning our Lakers gear for the evening. And before we dive into our agenda for the show, we'd like to acknowledge the tragedy uh, that has befallen the sports world with the passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the seven other individuals and family members that tragically lost their lives this past Sunday. Um, I mean, it was... It was shocking. I mean, it was shocking. You know, I, I'm getting a little choked up even just, uh, you know, speaking about it. I mean, I knew we'd talk about this on the podcast. Um, you know, it, it is Super Bowl week, um, and and this tragedy has – it's overshadowed, you know, the huge game tomorrow. Um, ben, do you have anything to
1: say there? I, I, was, I was shocked to hear it uh, when <clears> – <throat> excuse me, when Sonya – let me know what had happened. I was hiding in the garage at the time, doing some work on the computer, and I was surprised both on Sunday as well as much of the week how impacted or how much it impacted me personally i'm I'm a New York transplant to Los Angeles. I moved out here in about two thousand so i I mean I came out here at the height of of Kobe's prowess in los angeles the the championship against the the nets the championship against the 76ers and the pacers and the pacers um and it was just it was just he's just an amazing player but more than more than just his play on the field i think what impacted me was his work ethic <clears throat> excuse me his work ethic and how much he put into the game both personally and professionally i mean there's stories everyone has a story about You know, Kobe Bryant coming home from a long road trip, not playing particularly well on the final stretch of that road trip. And instead of going home when the plane lands here in Los Angeles, he heads to the practice facility at 3 o'clock in the morning just to get his shot right. Goes to bed at 7 o'clock in the morning, gets up and somehow plays a game either that day or the following day. And those stories, everyone that I listened to this week had a story like that or a story of a friend calling him... To let him know that that they knew someone, they had a friend or a family member who was suffering in some way. And, yeah. you know, Kobe would go out of his way to make videos for people, to send. Uh,
0: yeah, but it's, it's pretty crazy now that you're hearing it's all crazy stuff. of these stories um, because it wasn't in the media before. You know, and, and now you're hearing all these stories of what Kobe did for certain people. and. He was a global icon, you know. I mean, he was a huge loss for the Lakers, for the city of L.A., but for the world in general. I mean, for for you know, even if you didn't follow basketball, you knew the name Kobe Bryant, you know. And for me, I mean, it's I I can't believe we're talking about this tonight because, I mean, to me as a Lakers fan, um, you know, obviously growing up growing up here in L.A. Um, you know, I was I was 12 years old when he came into the league, and I watched him for 20 years. He, I was 32 when he retired. I mean, so you know, I watched this guy. He was in my living room for 20 years, and I can't believe I. He just to me, he wasn't he wasn't human. He was superhuman. I mean, he was a superhero. Yes. He 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 was he was like a mythological being. You know, I mean, this this sort this thing this doesn't happen to a legend like Kobe. Kobe was a walking Legend. He was he was alive and he was just he was a legend here in L.A. He was a legend globally.
1: Yeah. No. Excuse me. I'm sorry for my voice. I'm getting a little a little bit choked up here. I I was just shocked. I mean, all of the games. Ronnie and I were talking actually before we got on the air tonight about the Suns game back in yeah. You know where I think he hit the I believe it was 2006
0: or 2007. Yeah,
1: he hit the, the tying he hit the game buzzer tying, beater.
0: Yeah, he laid it up. It was high off the glass. You know, I was at the game and you were at the game, Ben, and we didn't even know each other at the time. Um, and, and what makes it so difficult with Kobe is he brought, I mean, he, he created memories for all of us. You know, just just not only watching him play the game, but the memories that you created with the people that you watched in the living room while watching yeah. him play. And he made you know? all
1: the players around him better. Uh, you know, those those early 2000s team. I mean, they were so, I mean, th- there were a lot of, I mean, I, I'm sure that people would have a different opinion. But there were so many players that came through there especially during that that decade, that he took to a higher level. They played better with him than they played anywhere they had been and anywhere they went after that. Uh, Because it's hard not to play at 100% when Kobe is playing at 100% to the last second of the game, you know, whether they're they're down by 10 with a couple minutes to go or whether they got a big lead. I mean, his work ethic and his dedication – to the game and his dedication to his life after the game is what I'm going to always remember because it's, it's, it's a rare, rare person that dedicates themselves 100% the way that he did professionally and personally to the game of basketball. Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah. And we talked about it a few weeks ago too, Ben, we also talked about this, you know, off the podcast. Um, I can't remember which episode it was, but we were talking about our quote unquote, you know, man crushes. (laughs) And, and for you, Ben, Uh, It's Derek Jeter. You know Derek Jeter was your guy. Uh, You know for me was it was Kobe Bryant. You know Kobe was my favorite athlete. You know I you know I I didn't I I can't say you know I idolized him or he was my hero. You know I I mean I was a little bit also older too, but he was just to me he was just a legend. You know I mean you know you see all those um, all those uh, old school you know videos of of you know like. Women at at Beatles concert where they're like you know like fainting and yeah <laughs> if, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if Kobe walked yeah. in here right now I would be one of those girls yeah, and screaming and be sure. like oh my god sure. I can't believe it's Kobe I mean that, that's that's what he was to me you know yeah. like he was he was he the the aura that that around him was it was I don't know like, I just can't explain it he was he was just beyond you know human
1: Sanya. <laughs> You have I, anything to to add?
2: You know, I um, I'm not a basketball fan. I'll watch it. My dad yeah. was a huge fan, and anytime you walk into that house and it's uh, basketball season and the Lakers are on, the Lakers are on, and there he mm-hmm. is watching it. So, like you, anytime I saw it, it was it, he was in our living room. You know, um, hearing that day on Sunday what had happened, I th- thought. And I was hoping that it was one of those stupid hoaxes. You yeah. know, the, the, not too long ago, I heard someone say that, you know, Clint Eastwood died and people are like sending texts. I'm thinking, what? Mm-hmm. It was a hoax. And I thought, okay, this is a horrible, Didn't horrible hoax. Surreal. But a lot of people were hoping that this was a hoax. And, mm-hmm. um, for him to go the way that he went, um, you know, I pray for for his wife, his family, and all the families that are left behind um, after this tragedy and having to pick up and keep moving on. Yeah. Um, you guys, you know, you could always go back and watch a game and uh, look him up. And um, some of the other families may not necessarily have that ability to do no. it for their own. But still, you know what? Horrible, horrible loss. I've listened to all the stories. Um, I felt as if I knew him. I felt like yeah, he was part of the family
0: because you created so many memories with right, him. Right,
2: right, exactly. Know? Um, I mean,
0: you know, just like you said, Ben, at the, at the stadium, and I, and I was with with uh, with son his brother. I was, with, you know, I was Dad. with Harvey at that day, and that was one of the most exciting days of my life watching him play live. Um, you know, against the Suns. I mean, he 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 put that team on his back. I mean, that that was one of the worst Lakers teams, but they had Kobe Bryant, and <laughs> yep. Kobe Bryant, he, I mean, he played at MVP levels. He didn't win the MVP that year, but what he did that year to carry that team, and, and just in his 20-year career, what he accomplished with the Lakers is is just amazing. I mean, you know, Jordan is an icon, but yeah. Kobe was just different. You know, Kobe was just, he connected with people in a way that other athletes just did not. And that's why it's such a loss, you know, globally, you know, not just here in LA. And it it just it it hurts, and it's just unbelievable that that we're talking about this right now. And even yesterday, watching the game um, with the tribute and everything, I mean, it it was just seemed so so surreal. You know, it's like I can't believe this is happening right now in honor of you know Kobe Bryant.
1: Yeah, on the night of the Grammys, and it it just just, that whole day just had a.
2: It was a horrible the day. The
1: energy was was yeah. heavy
2: heart, just a lot of sobbing and. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I mean, when when he retired that last game when he threw up sixty, I got misty eyed. <laughs> you know, it's like this is the last time I'm going to be able to watch this greatness, and he did it one last time, for the fans here in L.A. And he threw up sixty, you know so many years and and so many injuries, but he's just like, fuck, I'm going to do this one last time for you guys. And he threw up 60 and I got misty eyed then. And on Sunday, you know, I writing the, um, you know, on Instagram, you know, just to thank him. And I do thank him for all the memories. I mean, I, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't keep the tears in. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was, it was something. And I mean, you mentioned Derek Jeter. I mean, that's the, he hit a home run. In his last at bat at Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. and it was like such the, you know that's the only comparator I have. It's like this is exactly what you would expect mm-hmm. of him. That's exactly. exactly what you would expect of Kobe to put up sixty points. Yeah, in a meaningless game, He just willed his at way the, at the end of his career, and you could tell he was tired. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's like fuck this, man, Mamba <laughs> mentality. I'm going to do this for you guys, <clears throat> and he did it. And um what an amazing career, you know he he, he was he was a living legend, and now he'll be a legend in death as well. And, and, you know, it it wasn't only Kobe on, on the helicopter. I mean, you know, all, all of the lives lost. I mean, it it was just a huge tragedy that day. And it's just something that, you know, you'll remember, you remember where you were when, when certain people passed away. And, and, you know, I remember where I was when, when he did all the great things and I'll remember where I was, you know, when, when I heard that news, I just can't believe it. But uh you know what you know let's, let's move up the shot uh because we do have a shot in honor of Kobe we do we, we do have a we do. shot uh for the evening and tonight we have uh, some purple and gold shots and we have one black mamba shot uh you know for Kobe it's 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 dubbed the 20 forever shot and uh you know Kobe will always be a legend for the Lakers and and for everybody you know globally and you guys want Let's to do it. go ahead and, and yeah. take—we have, have our pick. I mean, well, every
1: week we do a new yeah. shot. Franny concocts a new shot. Every single week, typically, we do it uh, right after we get through the NFL news and before we really get into the the drinking portion of the show. But I, I agree with Franny. I think it's appropriate to take this shot now. Uh, we have, a, as Franny mentioned, we have a black mamba shot. You can look at, for that on Instagram and on Twitter. All five shots. We have uh, a purple shot as well and a yellow shot as gold. well. A gold shot <laughs> yeah. as well. sorry. A gold shot as well with purple around the glass and yellow around the glass of the purple shot. So oh, I'm the going yeah. to
0: take So I'll take the, uh, the black You do the black mamba, mamba one.
1: You want the shot. orange one? I don't know what... Uh, that's, that's rum in there and there that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. all right. that's why I didn't <laughs> take that one. I think it's primarily rum right and that's there. the problem, so Folks, uh, please b- right. bear with us if you don't hear any speaking for the next five <laughs> minutes after we down that's these. That's right. All right, hey, uh, but, but here's to this uh, is to, Kobe. to Kobe. Here's to Kobe and, uh, and the family.
0: To all the lives lost. Yep. To his daughter, and you oh. know, I, I just feel terrible for his wife oh and my his God. other kids. It's, I can't. Cheers, guys. Go. Cheers.
1: <coughs> oh boy, that's definitely rum. Mine oh. was good. This wow, was
0: really good. <laughs> ben, ben, I think got the. I got the worst the of that. Strongest one. one. This there. one was really good. That was good. Rumble. Actually, I tried a little bit of that one. That one was that one was pretty good. That yeah. one was, was the oh my uh, the fireball mm-hmm. um, the amaretto and a little bit of orange juice, and it actually very has big. a nice little spiciness to yeah. it in I the yellow
1: one. I haven't had a shot of straight rum in pretty <laughs> a much, long time. Pretty much straight. <laughs> that was, yeah, thanks for that. By the
0: way, pretty, pretty much straight rum with a little bit of uh, strawberry liqueur and very just a little bit of just very little. Just make it purple. Purple is not an easy shot to make. I mean, just the color purple is not oh easy. And uh, but these were these are these are for um, for
1: Kobe. Yeah, I'm putting away the gin and tonic for a little while. I think yeah. until <laughs> so I could make it through the show. All right, Friday yeah. But uh, what are you drinking as your uh, tonight, drink for tonight? Other than
0: that shot that we just had uh, tonight, I, I I I started drinking um, a little bit of the old Forrester rye with a bit of Coke. And, uh, what about, you can't get the, the, I can't the, get that rum, rum. rum, uh, rum I is
1: not something you should do a shout out. By no, the way. but
0: it, but, it, but you did enjoy rum as a kid. I'm sure. Uh, I, mean, I did. Rum is, I did.
1: Yeah. With Coke. Cause it, rum, with is, Coke, rum yes. is fairly che- cheap. You know, you can, you Oh, can, Bacardi yes. for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's not even good rum. It's a bottle yeah, of white it's Bacardi. Bacardi. It's Bacardi. I'm drinking the copper and Kings brandy company moons of Jupiter gin with a little bit of lime, a little bit of tonic, and I will be throwing a little rosemary in there later on in the show. Sonia, what are you drinking over there?
2: I don't have much. I just polished off the shot. You can have the
1: shot of rum over here. No, yeah. no, 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 no. It's
2: fine. It's fine. <laughs> you
0: I have another one. Oh, I have another a, one over another here. another one of the yellow ones, Sonia. Yeah. <laughs> just,
1: there you are. No,
2: no, no. It's all good. Just
1: sip on that. Sip I on have
2: that. I have whatever the brown is tonight. I have the, the glasses for me. Jack, Daniel.
1: Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. So, right. Uh, those of you that have been with us for a long time <laughs> will be happy to hear you will not have to hear Frane's shot song tonight yeah. <laughs> because we did the shot earlier in the show. Sonia I, I thought, is, is happy about it, I'm sure. I thought
0: it was appropriate to, you know, Absolutely. do it. You know, at the time that we did, you know, talking about Kobe and his legacy. Him. Um so tonight, Ben, let's go through the agenda. On the big board, we have our Super Bowl predictions and our Super Bowl memories as well. We have our shout out to our fellow podcasters out there. We have some NFL news,
1: moves, do we have some moves, Ben? We have, well, <laughs> probably hates it when I say moves. All right. We have some, uh, hirings. Hirings. And, uh, and Ben's feel good
0: story of the week. We have some, also have some uh, housekeeping. We have our tag team news, our Thurston goal news, some Eagles, Seahawks, and Steelers news. Uh, we have our total wins challenge, which is something we'll follow up on. Uh, Ben will explain, you know, the rules I'll to try. that. I'll try. I'll try. We have our betting corner. And we have quite a few bets. There's there's quite a few fun prop bets that me and Ben uh, you know, put some monopoly money down on. Uh, we also have our beverage of the week. We have our beer taste and we have our house beekeeping.
1: Absolutely. And what is our what is our beverage of the what's our brown of the week Franny?
0: Uh, you know it is Jack Daniel's rye, Ben. You know, you know I'm a I'm a huge fan of Jack Daniels. We've tried so many different flavors of uh, of Jack, and so tonight we're going to try the rye. It's something I've never tried before, and we'll sip on that for a little bit.
1: Yes, and for the beer, we have the Devil's Canyon Company. I think it's the full-bore scotch ale, which should be very, very good. All right, Friday, what's first up on the big, big board? First up on the big board, Ben, we have our Super Bowl
0: predictions. Super Bowl predictions. Frana, you want to take it? No, you know what? I want to hear Sonia's prediction. Oh, I want to hear Sonia's prediction. prediction first. Because if it was, let's say, the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl, if it was the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, Y'all you would definitely suck. hear from us. You would you we would be hating on both teams. Um, Sonia, I want to hear you what you have You guys just want me
2: to take a shot. I want to hear
0: <laughs> what you have to say about uh, Jimmy GQ. I
2: got nothing to say. We
0: got the Niners. Jack Fire over there. No, no, yeah? no, 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 no we're actually no. even better, Sonia. We have the Jack or the Jim Beam Apple. Uh, you know, for our our, our shot or the game that we've been playing for the last uh, that was pretty good, I don't check. know, year yes. or so.
2: All right, all right, all right. What do you have to say? So, something? yeah, I know the 49ers are in it, yeah,
1: they are, yep. are you excited? and
2: the Chiefs. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, we now we know who's <laughs> playing tomorrow. Stop hiding yeah. your excitement. Was, you'd be surprised,
2: some people have no idea. Um, okay, they're not Americans, so because, because I am. The Seattle Seahawks fan here yeah I have to go against of course the San Francisco 49ers and I have to pick the Kansas City Chiefs
0: but who do you think is going to win if you had to put your money on the game if, if you put let's say a hundred dollars on the game mm-hmm. and it was your hard-earned cash mm-hmm. who would you choose
2: I think I still would choose Patrick Mahomes I still think all right. All the
1: right. Kansas City Mahomes is. A <laughs>
2: I, I do. I s- Darlene. <laughs> Darlene. Um, I
1: st- <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to see his girlfriend or fiance on television again if I can help it. Uh, why? Why? I haven't seen her. Why? Uh, she's a rabid fan. Uh, she got a lot of shit uh, last week because she was posting ridiculous excitement riddled uh, posts on Instagram. It was a little over she the top, and, and she does Come it on. all throughout the season. And quite frankly. If you are videotaping yourself doing ridiculous things and then posting it yourself, I think you open yourself...
0: Maybe she's trying to create a job for herself as an influencer on Instagram. I actually
1: don't feel sorry for her. If if you're posting it yourself, like you're purposefully videotaping yourself Uh and then you're posting it, then you're opening yourself Uh, up for criticism. If she was just excited on the sideline and someone else taped her and she did ridiculous things, then I would be like, you know... Stop! I mean, let, let the Come woman on. celebrate. Come on! But when you do it yourself, then you're opening yourself. You you, you posted it. I haven't seen this. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I've, you have to check it out. She's a little ridiculous, mm-hmm. and she's doing it herself. You yeah. know why do you? It's like you're excited, so excited in the moment for your fiance or your boyfriend that you stop, you stopped to get your phone out and make sure that everyone else knows how excited you yeah, are. Yeah, Ciara doesn't do this. Yeah, Ciara's not doing that. Giselle Correct. doesn't do it. She's like, I got I got I got a job. I got stuff to do. I don't have time to be just sitting on the sidelines for 4 hours on a Sunday. I have I have work. Okay. Ciara has a job.
2: Anyways, I picked the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ben.
1: <laughs> so you're picking the Chiefs.
2: I am picking the Chiefs. I really I really think. You believe. I believe that this is going to be a hard-played game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I believe that They are probably going to win by – I'm going to say less – I'm going to say they're going to win by three.
1: Ooh, a close game. It's Uh. going to be
2: a close game because I think it's going to be a match. You know, touchdown, touchdown, field goal, field goal, you know, sack, sack.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's always two sacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> sack sack
1: So innings <laughs> <laughs> they, they come in, they sack sack,
0: sack, sack. They, they come
1: in they come, bunch. <laughs> they, come in bunches. they come in bunches yeah not exactly. all the time well yeah Michael Strahan broke the record he got 21 sacks in a single game uh, wow it was sack sack. sack 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 <laughs> sack
0: Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> Yeah, see this this is my life. Thank you. Yeah. Someone asks me a question off, and off. Ben will go off on a three hour <laughs> tangent and i forget just, what the question is because i go podcast, straight to bed. Right?
0: Now it's just on the podcast. <laughs> no, it's just this. Every, is every single day. day.
2: That's that's my life. Thank you very much, Benjamin. All Anyways, right. I choose the Chiefs.
0: You choose the Chiefs and, and For me, I I want the Chiefs to win. Yep. I want Andy Reid to finally win a Super Bowl. But I just think the 49ers will win this one. I mean, they. I mean, the last two games, they've been so impressive. That front four, if they could keep Mahomes in check, which I believe they will, uh, I think it's still being a close game. So like you said, I think it's going to be a close game, but I think that defense will win it for them. I think, you know, Garoppolo has received a lot of flack for only throwing the ball eight times in the last game. But he looks I think, good doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think that, you know... He The reason, you know, he, he threw it eight times was because he didn't have to throw it more than that. So if they can That's do true. the same thing in this game and run the ball well. It's a different uh, team. Exactly. Yeah. It's a different team. and They're not playing the Packers. The, the, the Chiefs, <laughs> their run defense has been better mm-hmm. later in the season mm-hmm. after their bye week. Um, you know, they have been playing better. But I, I don't know. I mean, there's just something about this Niners team. Uh, we'll see. That... I, 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 and, well, what do you?
1: Well, I mean, what do you think I mean, in terms of the in terms of the the strategy of the game? What are your sort of keys to the game? Players, maybe you're watching.
0: Well, I think the key to the game is is to keep uh, Mahomes bottled up. You know, you don't want him, you know, running loose in the backfield and 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 throwing launching it downfield to you know Tyreek or or to uh, uh, Hardman, you know, down the field. Um, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I just in my mind, like the last game, like the last game, I said. I don't believe that Green Bay can win this game. I don't think that Kansas City can win this game either. I mean, as much as I want Andy Reid to win it, I just don't think they're a better team. The Niners are just a better team.
2: Do you think that Mozart's going to have another – is that his name? Mozart? No, I don't,
0: I don't think so. I, I, don't, I, think, I He's not going to have the same sort yeah. of game. They're, they're, they're going to game plan against him. Um, but he'll, he'll still run the ball well. He'll still run it well. He won't have 200 and some yards. Yeah, and, he'll, and, and, he'll and Chris still... Jones is
1: on the other side of the ball this week.
0: Yeah. For... yeah. What, what, what do you yeah. think, Ben? You know, I mean, I'm just like –
3: yeah, ben, well, what I'm, do you
0: think? I'm, I'm trying to make a case for the for the for the Chiefs, but I, I, because I want Andy Reid to win.
1: I mean, I think so they bad, can win. Right? I mean, I think the Chiefs can win the they game. They have 49er jerseys uh,
2: on underneath their Laker jerseys. You know,
1: as I as I watched the, I mean, <laughs> after we we covered the Minnesota game, in the second round of the playoffs, we covered that Minnesota game, and I, I, at the time, I think I said I don't see anyone anywhere that plays football that could potentially beat this team. They are so strong up front. Against the
0: Vikings, against the Vikings, you were so impressed by them,
1: and and, And, in the following game as
0: well, and and the following game as well. But I didn't get to watch that Vikings game because I was at work that day. But then the following week, I mean, the way they rushed the ball, you know, the the way that front four just
1: yeah, this is traditional. They they were
0: all over uh, Rodgers. Yeah, this is
1: traditional football, right? I mean, it's 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 they're building from the inside out. Uh, You know, mostert six of one, half dozen of a mostert. They could put any. (laughs) Any running back what? back there, Breida, Mostert, Coleman, it doesn't matter. If there's, I mean, it's a great story that Mostert, you know, was able to get cut by seven teams and he ended up on this team. This is typical Shanahan stuff. You know, Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, it doesn't matter what running back they throw back there. Believe me, if Mostert is lucky enough to leave that team and make some money, he will be, he will not be anywhere near as good as But he's not
0: going to have, you know, over 200 yards rushing and, you know, four touchdowns. No. But he could get a touchdown or two in this game. Yeah.
1: He could. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the both of the lines, the defensive line for San Francisco, their front four, and their offensive line, uh, they just do everything exactly as it's game planned. The timing is precise. The, I mean, it's really, really, really about scheme and timing. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything special. Uh, you know, you hear a lot of, you know, analysis of yeah. their, the way that they scheme this up and the, and, and the way that they're doing unique stuff. They're not doing anything particularly unique. They just do it. So well. They're so well coached. Uh, for me, the keys to the game are oh, Kansas City. I wrote it down for
0: you. I didn't write it down. Uh, yeah. well, I, wrote down I a, should probably write my thoughts down. Like I wrote you, down ben. a couple things. <laughs> Just a couple.
1: Uh, Terrell Suggs for Kansas City. You know, it, it, watch out for the veteran that's about to retire that needs. I'm uh, sure I'm sure you, know, you hate him. Sure a, you I hate him. I, hate him. I, I know. But he, me, you know, watch out for these guys that know what they're Jim doing. Beam on the table.
0: Watch out <laughs> for these guys
1: that really know what they're doing. These these veterans that were studs at one time. Be careful when you play them in a Super Bowl or in a big game like this. Suggs could have a huge game. Debo Samuel for San Francisco. I mean, the way that they use him on the reverse, he's so dangerous, both in, on special teams, if you use him on special teams, but he's so dangerous on the reverse, out of the backfield, as well as down the field. Suggs could have a huge game. Uh, you know, what does Kansas City do? Does Kansas City stack the box to try to stop that running game of San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Do they stack the box, or do they drop more coverage, guys? Do they, do they play a third linebacker? Do they drop guys out into coverage yeah, to try sure. to stop?
0: Exactly. I'm not. I'm not sure Garoppolo. how much they respect Garoppolo, and, and Garoppolo has taken a lot of flack uh, since last week. I mean, you know, it, it's it's the way the game played out. I mean, he only had to throw the ball eight times, but if, when he needs to throw the ball, he's very accurate with the ball down the field. So I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm he not, is. I'm not, I'm not sure what Andy Reid is going to do in that respect.
1: Yeah, and I'm really curious to see whether they whether they commit. To rushing, I mean, with Here, here's
0: a shot. It's uh, only because I expect I, you to say something negative about Suggs, or...
1: Well, I mean, Terrell Suggs was, you know, he was he was a dirty player with, when he was with Baltimore against the Steelers. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, he wasn't as clean a player as he could have been. But but in this game, I am rooting for him because he plays for Kansas. City. Oh, you're City. rooting for him. He plays for Kansas City. I have to root for him. Uh, <laughs> but you know, another thing, Casey. But but to your point, Franny, about about Mahomes and Sonia, your point about Mahomes, those receivers are dangerous yeah they are yeah, they they've are. got mccall hardman they've got tyreek hill they've got demarcus robinson they've got i forgot about
0: robinson. i mean who's was in there but i forgot his name
1: they've got sammy Watkins. <laughs> they have two rookie studs on that team and they have tyreek hill. but i hear like
0: mccoy might not play
1: well i mean I get, what was the last time that he, breaks he, my heart too what was right the last time there. he did play <laughs> i know but it breaks my heart i,
0: I, I mean if, if 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 they do win the game
1: but williams i would
0: love to see him on the field
1: but williams is your younger guy i know uh, but, but those receivers, I mean, it's going to be hard for any team to cover those receivers. And I don't know that the, the San Francisco defensive backs can cover all of those receivers. I know they're going to be playing a cover three zone most of the game. There's no way that Shanahan is going to give up on that. But Sherman can't run with Robinson and he can't run with Hill. So how are they going to scheme that up and to keep all four? I mean, if those four guys are on the are on the field, if Shanahan you know, pulls a rope-a-dope and he decides he's not going to run the game or um, uh, if he continues to rush four over and over and over again. And those four receivers are out there in coverage or, or out there. It, it could be tough. It could be tough. Uh, you know, I think that KC has to, you know, they, they also have to, you know, do a lot of quick passes to, to sort of throw San Francisco's defense off their game. And, you know, Quan Williams, can he cover Tyreek Hill? I mean, I will see that. in our prop bets.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I don't, there are not too many corners I can cover Tyreek Hill. I mean, and that's that's you know what I was talking about with with you know keeping Mahomes um, in the pocket, not letting him you know run out and and and, and, get, and get away from the pressure because once he gets away from the pressure and he's you know running lateral down the field. You know Tyree Kill is running with him, and 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 he's had so much success with him. You know once the play break down breaks down, just to launch it down the field to him. I mean he's done it over and over again. Yeah, mean, and I mean I can see that happening in this game. I mean I'm I'm gonna pick San Francisco at times. Yeah, but but that, I mean I've I've just been so impressed by by San Francisco and that front four.
1: Yeah, I mean and their offensive line is is amazing. Their defensive line is amazing. Their running game is amazing. You know. I, I have to pick San Francisco. I have to. Yeah, sorry. Somebody's um, shaking her head over here. Sorry, but with those weapons that they've got in Kansas City, I mean, and Mahomes I doesn't hope I prove you both wrong. He, I think, he's got sacked seventeen times. I know he played two. He was out two games, or two or three games, but he only got sacked seventeen times this year. I think Garoppolo was sacked something like thirty or thirty six times this year. It's. I mean, it's going to... They have a chance. Yeah. Kansas City, I, they a, have so many weapons on that team. It's a on tough one. On offensive, Mahomes can, It's a really tough one to call. And second year, Mahomes in his second year. I mean, last year he would have went to the Super Bowl if not for D Ford's ridiculous yeah. encroachment penalty yep. at the end. His second year in the league, another year of experience under his belt. I mean, he's obviously the X factor in, in this game. I mean, San Francisco is better coached. With all due respect to Andy Reid, they're better coached. They have a better scheme. They have better players top to bottom. But if Kansas City can light it up on offense, they have a chance to win this game. Mm-hmm. They do have it. And if Suggs, piece of shit Suggs, I want you to play. <laughs> There's a oh, shot. There is. I, oh, There's a the shot there we go. right there, we go. They have to I do the shot. I don't, why this? am I taking a shot? Yeah, because you're going to say something negative no, about somebody.
2: No, doesn't have to take a shot. Oh. Uh, you got to take the shot.
1: Oh, Dak Prescott said he's uh, – <laughs> Dak Prescott did say, don't call me. I'll call you. Uh, don't franchise me. I'm leaving town. I'm not going to be around if you decide to franchise me. He did say that.
0: So? I don't understand. Good for him. I mean he would be he's lucky. He's not that good. For sake. Sake. He's he'd not that lucky. He'd be lucky if the if the Cowboys franchised him because yeah, nobody gonna else is going to is going to, you know, pay him a
1: huge contract. Nobody's going to pay that. Jerry guy Jones, it's like the Yankees give him 30, he's going to give him $35 million a year because he's a Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. But he did say, "Don't call me, I'll call you. If you decide to franchise me, I'm leaving town." Uh, well, I have I seriously I haven't said
0: too many negative things about Dak Prescott nope. on the podcast.
1: Surprisingly. You have not. In his illustrious career of losing.
0: But this guy's a. <laughs> Don't force yourself. <laughs> He's going to force
1: himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Just take the no, shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben. Be a... All right, all right. Here we go. Here no, but, we go. But, here we but, go. but, he, but he'd, he'd be stupid. He'd be stupid to leave the Cowboys, it, you know, if they franchised him. Stupid. There. I said it.
1: All right. Yeah, so Sonia, yes. Chiefs, Franny. Niners, Bam. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm also, sorry, Sonia. No, you're not.
0: I've just, I've just been really impressed But by... if the Chiefs
1: win, it's going to be about a bunch.
0: I've just been, you know, really no. impressed by uh, the Niners and the way they played not only the entire season but these last two games. And and uh, you know, for the Would Chiefs, they played
2: the last two games.
0: Well, they played the Vikings and they played the Packers, mm-hmm.
1: and they crushed them both. Mm-hmm.
0: They crushed them both. Whereas you know, the Chiefs, they started slow. I mean, the Texans, they were down twenty-four nothing against Tennessee. They were down ten nothing. If they do the same thing against the Niners, if they're down, you know, ten nothing or fourteen nothing. I don't think they're coming back because this defense is a little different from, you know, Tennessee or the Texans. I mean, I don't I don't see them coming back against the Niners. If they go down early in this game, I think it's game over.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Texans' defense is, you know, they're pretty good, but this Niners' defense is lights out on, you know, all the way around from the front line all the way through the secondary and the linebacker core. You know, they have a little bit of a weakness in their linebackers, but it, it it is an amazing defense, as good as I've seen in a long time with Nick Bosa back there and Armstead and D Ford and the rest of those guys. It is intense.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, Franny, are we done talking about the Super Bowl predictions and I picks? I think so,
0: Ben. So you got the Niners. I, I got the Niners. Sonia has the Chiefs. That's not surprising. Yeah, She's exactly. a, a Seahawks fan. <laughs> and next up on the big board, Ben, we have our Super Bowl memories.
1: All right. Hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with a little bit of Super Bowl memory lane.
0: All right, and we are back with some Super Bowl memories. So this is going to be Super Bowl
1: 54 out of the 54? Yeah, can you believe we're what already are... at 54? I mean, can you believe it's already the Super Bowl? I can't believe it. And, and and this is supposed to be a happy time, right? This is supposed to be a happy time. We're all looking forward to a good game regardless this week has of been who a plays. Different. This week has been a little different. And yeah. the three of us are very, very lucky that now that 2017 has passed, we all have at <laughs> yeah. least one Super Bowl victory. I mean, yeah, it took a while. I do have six. The Steelers do have six.
0: It took a while for the Eagles to get one, but every team in the NFC East finally does
1: have a Super Bowl. It took a while,
3: <laughs>
0: but we got there.
1: But I do have some clips from from our various Super Bowls. So who would you like to start out with, the Eagles, the Seahawks, or the Steelers? Uh, I don't is go
2: ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Yeah, I, know I
1: don't care. I personally don't us. care. Surprise! Uh, us, I know ben.
2: where you're going
0: with Surprise this. Surprise us. All
1: right. Well, the Eagles is sooner in time, so let's go with that.
0: This is an unbelievable call. This is like going for the onside kick against Peyton Manning because you don't want him to get the ball too many times. You don't think you can hold him out. And here we go. This could decide the game. Fourth. down Fourth and goal. Uh-oh. and they're going to snap it
3: and it's Trey Burton who throws caught ah. Ah.
0: oh man I remember that and that was 4th down like it was just yesterday man. I mean I, I remember, I, remember it's, I watched the what game with you what play call <laughs> and Doug Peterson I remember yelling, Falls is open! <laughs> falls is open! Because I knew it was like the exact same play that the Patriots ran earlier in the yeah, game yeah, where yeah. Brady didn't catch it, but Falls rolled out and he was by himself. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a great memory. Don't get me wrong. Um, but that, that Graham strip sack against, uh, Brady, that, that to me, that's the biggest play in the Super Bowl for me. Because that basically ended it. I mean, it, it was it was almost done at that point.
1: Are you talking about this?
0: Oh, oh, he's got more. Well,
1: Brady gets hit. Uh, the ball is out. And Philadelphia has it. York Giants, back in
0: the day, taking an outside pass rusher in Brandon Graham and putting him inside against the guard, Shaq Mason, pays huge dividends with the first sack bumble of the game. No question, that ball is out. I don't remember the background music being in the original, but... <laughs> no, I got the more dramatic one for you because was, I knew that you loved was, that play. It, 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 that, 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 for the Eagles, that is the biggest play in franchise history. Oh, uh, I remember when that happened. That, I lost my shit at your uh, house. Yeah, I, I, but not only, but like there was like people, like houses you know, like uh, across the street that were like screaming and cheering. I was like, I almost who, are didn't are believe it. who are these people? Who are these people? But yeah, that 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 is my Super Bowl memory. I mean, that that definitely. I mean, that's that's the Eagles. You know, only you know Super Bowl they did win NFL championships, but that was their only Super Bowl. And so, yeah, for me, that is my memory. I mean, there are others uh, when I'm pointing at Sonya because. <laughs> There was a huge play on the goal line that, that happened was also. So but that yeah. was
1: intense. I mean, yeah. that was such an intense yeah. moment yeah. when it happened. On, because I almost didn't I mean, believe when, when that something Gronkowski, like that could happen when to When Gronkowski
0: Brady. scored that touchdown, they took the lead. I mean, I was almost in tears. I mean, I was like, fuck, these motherfuckers are going to come back again, just like they did the year before against Atlanta. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It was the Eagles year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a- a- as an Eagles fan, that's like, you know, tops. Yeah, right there I didn't, as far I didn't as even memories. think that
1: strip sack was possible. It, it, I mean, it, when I—I I mean, to Tom Brady and that scheme, as, as smart as he is, when it happened, I thought, "Oh my God, this yeah. game is over. This yeah. game is finally over." Because we were nervous throughout the entirety yeah. of all three quarters and most of the fourth quarter.
0: I don't know how many times I watched that game. <laughs> I, was, I, I was probably twenty times. I mean, you know, I, I was recording. I've watched it so many times and so many replays. Um, you know, as an Eagles fan. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't know whether to laugh, whether to cry, you know, when they won. I, I mean, I was, I was just, I, <laughs> I, I, I just didn't know. I mean, that, that, for me, that, 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 that was like the pinnacle of uh, my Eagles fandom, right there. <laughs> that, that, that was amazing.
1: Oh yeah, and we should tell our uh, new listeners or there's folks out there that are with us for the first time. Sonia is a huge Seahawks fan. I am a huge Steelers fan, as you might ben have guessed. Is
0: the, is the Steelers fan? Franny is a and huge
1: Eagles fan. Franny. Is a huge Did I just say
0: fronting? Yeah, front, Yeah, I, was just, I feel weird to say my own name
1: uh, So we have our own teams <laughs> And next we will move on To another team with a lone Super Bowl Could have been two
3: Manning gets hit Ball up for grabs
2: Picked oh up God. by Smith Malcolm Smith
3: Huge
1: interception against the Broncos in that game. Run back for a touchdown early on in that game. Sonya, what say you about that play?
2: I I got nothing. I mean, I just, uh, you know, listening to this. Anytime I hear touchdown Seahawks, I, I just get giddy
0: there was a lot of touchdowns in that game for the seahawks i know you know what a
2: a lot of people said it was probably one of the most i know hard
0: to find highlights from this particular it was boring it was boring but not boring boring for a lot of people
2: the fan because
0: just like when denver you know you know beat the panthers i mean it was it was it was over pretty quickly yeah but for denver fans i'm 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 sure that absolutely
2: they love it you know
0: and for the seahawks i I watched that game with you guys as well it was over yep. pretty quickly, yeah, but safety we were in the first play of the game. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> yeah. That was, it was and I, I don't awesome. think I
0: even, like,
1: I remember I got here a little bit late for that one,
0: <laughs> and it was like, you missed that.
1: Yeah, was that like, was, yeah. that was. I mean, it was that game was a, a wash, but we have one more play from that game.
3: Oh, yeah. Return for 58 yards in his one
2: regular season game against his former team, the Vikings, and they just pop it up. Good kick by Prater on a hop. It's Harvin, but now he takes off. Percy Harvin wow. gets free. That's right. Percy Harvin inside
3: the 30. He's going to go. Percy Touchdown, Harvin. Seattle. I love it.
1: that. I mean, you just beat the piss. I
2: know. I, out of the Broncos. We did. We did. It's just, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs>
0: Peyton Manning. I mean. Peyton Manning. I mean, it game. was ugly. I mean, yeah. it was an
1: ugly game. It was great. As Franny said, it was great if you're a Seahawks fan yep. to watch your team just completely blow out your opponent in the Super Bowl, you know you're going to win the yeah. game, and that's got to feel good. Yep. But for the other, you know, 100 or so million people that are watching <laughs> it, not as much fun. I know. And to spare you, Sonia, I did not Thank get you. the clip please of don't. Marshawn Lynch I... not getting the ball at the one-yard line. Please that don't. is another
0: Super Bowl memory. That is something that, that I also will never forget. But
2: that's the problem is you just played a clip, and I had to really think back. To that game. I don't remember that game at all. What I remember is the last play of the Super Bowl between us and the Patriots. And that one hurts. So it almost canceled out my happiness for the one prior. So please don't play it if you have it. And please don't play the one where you beat us. I don't
1: uh, here, have it, I don't and here have it comes. It. But I've never <laughs> been in that kind of an environment before. Friday was here at our house as well. I've never been in that type of situation before. Okay. When yeah, that I, ball,
0: I, I think I've watched every Super Bowl with Ben since. Um, the, maybe the, the Steelers and, and the Packers. And, no, the, the
1: the Steelers and the Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals, yeah, And and it was absolute silence. Yep. Oh. Uh, and he threw the ball. It was interception, intercepted, and literally all the people that were in our house just got up. <laughs> We just like, sort of got up and walked outside. Like, yeah. no one said anything. No, yeah. my brother. I don't remember my brother. He was, like, squealing.
0: No, he went, Why did you throw the ball? And, uh, and why did they throw the ball? We but, don't you know. know. Hey, but but that's, that's also one of our Super Bowl memories. But,
1: Ben! <laughs> I do have one from oh, an just, early Just on one? Roethlisberger second year. Just
0: one? At the 43.
1: <laughs> against the Seahawks.
3: Here comes a gadget play. Randall L.
1: He can throw. He was a quarterback in college. And he's throwing a touchdown to Hines Ward in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, trick play against the Seahawks in 2005. <laughs> Look how. To this, oh, so, my so, oh, my God.
0: Sonny is a glare. Oh, that was
1: and awesome. Such a later. <laughs> I mean, come on! That was that was Roethlisberger, second year in the league. Randall L. Heinz Ward in his prime. Jerome Bettis finishing up his career. I mean, that was a really, really that fun wasn't a touchdown. Steelers team to watch. And that was back in the day under Bill Cowher when we would run those trick plays on a routine basis, but you never knew when they were coming and when they came that was the outcome yeah. that was i mean that but that was a much that was a close game i mean it was not and
2: it was the hassleback. it was hassle yeah, it was back back. days yeah. man
1: yeah i mean yeah. that was a that was a much closer game that was a game when i lost all of respect that i ever had for mike holmgren <laughs> when he blamed the referees for his loss in the game during his post-game press and how conference many,
2: and how many coaches have done that since
1: I don't I don't know that there's ever been a coach yes. other than Mike Holmgren who stood up nope. at the podium at the end of a Super Bowl loss and blamed the loss on someone else. <laughs> I don't I think that was a first.
0: The loss? Uh,
3: yes.
1: Yeah, but I mean those those you are you have to our play games, against 12 but, people.
0: Uh, it's hard to win the game. But also what what about just memories from Super Bowls past? Well, I have one. That, that I have you one. remember?
1: Well, I have one more just oh, for for uh I think this is the first one Ronnie and I watched. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: I'll leave the room. <laughs> What a
3: slot left, Washington outside left, Roethlisberger, pass time, throws to the back of the end zone, and Antonio Holmes in the
1: corner of the end zone to to win the game. With, I think, about 28 seconds or 24 seconds left in the game to beat Kirk Warner and the Arizona Cardinals back when Roethlisberger was a stud. Oh, that is a good memory. That is a great memory because that is, I mean, to win the game, I mean, that was as close as you can get to the Eagle game. Where they really, I mean, it was right up there to the edge. I mean, you guys had a little bit more time at the end to savor the victory. Yeah. But with with less than a minute to go to win the game, that was amazing.
0: That was a, that was really good. That was that was a fun Super Bowl. That was a yeah with uh,
1: uh, Harrison running the ball back, whatever it was, yeah. ninety two yards yeah. uh from the like the eight yard line and just of, Fitz, of Arizona. Fitzgerald doing
0: his thing in that game too. I mean, Fitzgerald had a great game. Yeah, he put him ahead. Yeah. He put him ahead yeah. in that yeah. game. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Uh, but Franny, you were mentioning uh, other Super Bowl. No, I mean, other,
0: I mean, another memory that I have is is Tennessee. Uh,
1: oh, that was brutal!
0: You know, reaching out on the one yard line, basically. I mean, it, that 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 was an exciting moment as well in that Super Bowl. Um, I mean, uh, the I'm
1: surprised you remember that one. I mean, I you was were like
0: fifteen. I was at probably 16, maybe yeah, 15 fifteen, <laughs> sixteen years old, and also, you know, with the Giants uh, in the Super Bowl as well as that helmet catch. I mean, everybody remembers the helmet catch. I mean, that uh, was that, awesome. That, yeah, and and beating the Patriots as well. I mean, the Plaxico Burris touchdown. I mean, yeah, that, that and and then you know the, the the Falcons just completely imploding oh, against the Patriots that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean imploding, and Bill Belichick somehow able. I mean to that 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 drive to win the game, even though you're down. What was it by? They were twenty eight. I was like they were tw- down by twenty four points, something yeah, like that. Twenty eight like points or yeah. twenty four points
0: in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean I can't remember exactly what the exact score was, um, but that that was an exciting Super Bowl as well.
1: And, Sonia, do you have any memories of Super Bowls past that you'd like to share I with us? I think we
2: talked about I mean, you guys just talked about it, too. But, um, you know, the uh, the Giants, because we did our tribute to um, Eli last week. But, you know, beating the Patriots in two Super Bowls and you and I watching our first Super Bowl. Thank God we didn't know each other the year prior because I don't <laughs> think we would have made it to the Giants Super Bowl. <laughs> But I was, think one of the first questions I asked Ben is, who's your team?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and when he said it was AMC? the Steelers,
2: I just sat there and I thought, you motherfucker.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you, it was Hasselbeck. I mean, it was they were lucky to oh, get there. Oh, I had there. the biggest
2: crush on Hasselbeck.
1: I mean, Sean Alexander, I think, was on that team yeah. as well. Oh,
2: Sean Alexander. What a classy
1: guy. Um, but, I mean, so many, you know, so many. I mean, uh, even leading up to the Super Bowl, I have so many good memories of... Uh, I hate – I know you don't want to hear this, Franny. But the uh, – and San Francisco won most of these. Well, some of them. But the San Francisco-Dallas championship games and playoff games back when both of those teams, you know, under Steve Young and Troy yep. Aikman um, – I don't want to remember the Steelers' Super Bowl against the Packers. I'm trying to <laughs> Why not? wipe Why don't that one, just play trying to wipe that one mean, out. If you were a Packer fan, I would have played the clip. I just know, promise you the that. The John
0: Elway dive into the end zone where he got spun around. Oh, the know, flipped back-to-back yeah. Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett
1: Favre's first Super Bowl win, I remember or his that, yeah. only Super Bowl yeah. win, uh, was an amazing that was thing to watch. I was 97, I believe, 96, 97, maybe 97. Yeah, Peyton Mannings, out. Peyton Manning's first Super Bowl with the Colts after throwing the pick down in the end zone.
0: Yeah, but his first his first one with the Colts, that was you know that that was, it was it was against the the Bears, you know against sexy Rexy. I mean that was everybody expected you know Peyton Manning to win that Super Bowl. But I mean you know there was also the 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 Saints, um, uh, Colts Super Bowl with the onside kick right at the beginning of the half. That was also a huge play. That's something that I I remember as well. I mean it's that was pretty exciting.
1: Oh, that was fun. I just, I love really good Super Bowls. And, and we don't get them that often anymore. I think tomorrow
2: will be a good one. We'll
1: see. Well, well see. if you get your way, it'll be uh, last Jimmy Garoppolo sucked. taking off on a stretcher. <laughs> last year was terrible. Yeah. Last year, was it? One touchdown in the game. Yeah, it was 13 to three. 13 to three. Friday and I will so be bringing, stupid. tomorrow Friday and I will be bringing you a pregame podcast, uh, probably a halftime. Pregame, halftime, catch-up. postgame. Uh, so we're hoping for something better than we got yeah, last year. Last year, we were for like, sure.
0: um, that was boring. <laughs> yeah, this
1: helicopter flying over right now was, is more exciting than the entire that's, that's three hours loud. that we spent watching the Rams and the Patriots yeah. last year. Yeah. But uh, this year, I mean, how do you guys feel about having a patriot Super Bowl? There are, there are no Patriots. There are no Patriots fans. Yeah, There's no talk of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. None of that. I know. It's kind of nice. How do you guys feel it's about different.
0: that? It's different.
2: Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, I asked a question. You
2: you did, you did, and I I don't care. Um, Uh, But uh, did you see or did you hear about that cryptic uh, post that uh, Tom Brady threw out there? It was it was a photo of him in in the the, the,
1: the, uh, no in the tunnel
2: tunnel walking
1: out. He said, "Oh, there's nothing, nothing. I didn't mean anything by that. Yeah, because everything I do is completely by accident. I'm Tom Brady. (laughs) I don't calculate anything." It, it meant something. It, it meant for I'm 42 sure. years old and I'm hoping to make a shit ton of money in my last two years, but I'm g- probably gonna suck at it. Yeah. Well, we talked about it last week. I don't. I don't. I, I don't believe he's going
0: anywhere. No. It, it wouldn't be a smart move to go anywhere. Uh, Definitely not to the Los I Angeles Chargers. I would if I were him. Or the Raiders. You know, they're talking about him going to the Raiders yeah. too.
1: At least the but at least the Raiders don't have Ben, Franny, and Sonia playing offensive line for them. Like the Chargers do. <laughs> hey, <we're pretty> good. <laughs> and that's about as good as the Chargers offensive line is. Oh. All right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is a shout out to our fellow
0: podcasters.
1: All here. right, we have a little bit of a promo for the New York Jets podcast. Hold tight, everybody. Check out NY Jets Fans Podcast for all your weekly Jets and NFL news, game previews, and reviews for all Jets games.
2: Join hosts Davin, Sharman, and Chris weekly for all things Jets, NFL, and some
1: laughs also. Find us everywhere you get your podcasts. NY Jets Fans Podcast, where Jets and NFL fans come for all things football. All right, folks, that is the New York Jets Fans Podcast. This show is hosted by Devin, Chris, and Charmin. They talk about all updates to the New York Jets as well as the NFL in general. These guys are awesome. They're fun. They're knowledgeable. They put in a ton, a ton of research. They do a really, really great job. You can find them on Apple Podcasts. Look for a link in the show notes, or you can find them on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast.
0: Yes. Jets, <laughs> Jets, Jets. That's right, Ben. That's He's, right. And you were really high on the Jets this year. I,
1: you know, it's hard. I mean, it's 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 hard not to root for the Jets. I mean, growing up, growing up in New York, I mean, the Jets were not the most popular team in the state. It was always the Giants, the Giants, the Giants. And when I was a kid, they were the only team that really had a lot of success until. Mark Sanchez took him to the <laughs> championship game a, a two couple, years in a row. A I think. Two years are, in a row, yeah. Um, but it, I mean the Jets are. But since then, it's it's
0: it hasn't been that promising. Uh, it hasn't. For the Jets. And I, mean, I was
1: high on them this year with Donald yeah. and and Gase. I was I had I had hoped for him and Le'Veon Bell and and, and uh, Robbie Anderson. I mean yeah. they had a and a pretty good defense. So I mean I thought they had, you know, some hope this year. But I mean obviously, but if you do that do went up in flames.
0: if you do want a podcast, listen to podcast, if you do want to podcast this, do these guys are the guys oh yeah they're awesome
1: i mean they are they really are awesome Charmin. Nico, where's nico
0: at i'm yeah. sure nico loves <laughs> these guys
1: i mean they re- i mean they are they are really good i mean they are really really good all right Friday. what's next up on the big board next up on the big board ben is our nfl news possibly some moves
0: and Ben's do you feel good story
1: i do i do all right we'll feel good all right we'll feel good in a minute <laughs>
0: All right, and we are back with some NFL news.
1: Yes, and maybe some moves. Maybe some moves. Maybe some moves. Probably <laughs> just doesn't like it's it when too I, early for moves. I put the word moves down there. Uh, so we'll try to get through this as quickly as possible, folks. Uh, so we have Tom Brady. Sorry that you mentioned this. We have to talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady, apparently, according to... Uh, Jason La Confora of CBS Sports will take a methodical approach to his impending free agency. Brady is prepared to hit the open market for the first time in his 20-year career while a return to New England remains in play for the future Hall of Famer. Why do you always have to throw that in a future Hall of Famer? He is a future Hall of Famer. He is, but I mean, it, can we wait till he retires first? Why do people question Eli Manning? Exactly. Ugh. The 42, 42-year-old, <laughs> seven years younger than me, the 42-year-old plans to... <laughs> Do his due diligence to assess all realistic possibilities, but there is some uncertainty about the Patriots organization. How much longer Robert Kraft will oversee the day-to-day operations, and how much longer Bill Belichick will Bill Belichick will coach, for instance, and also a need to upgrade the cast around Brady on the offensive side of the ball, where the lack of speed and young talent was a weekly hindrance in 2019. Flora adds that Brady has not lost his love for the game and still anticipates playing until he's 45. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the Pats hope to have an answer from Brady before free agency begins. Schefter and the Patriots actually want to know if Brady will sign with the team prior to the legal tampering period, which starts on March sixteenth, two 2020. This week, New England Patriots owner Rubbercraft told TMZ Sports that the team plans to bring back quarterback Tom Brady in 2020. What say you about the Brady drama, Franny? I mean,
0: why would he leave? Seriously. I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, it's great to talk about, but I don't see this guy leaving New England. He, I mean, his 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 best chance to win a Super Bowl is with the New England Patriots. Not going to the Chargers, not going to Oakland staying with the Patriots is his best option for success. And, and and Sonia, we haven't heard a lot from you on this podcast tonight. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs>
1: she thinks I like you not hearing from me on the podcast. <laughs> yes. I mean, Ben actually has a recording tonight. so yeah, it, I, I see like,
2: that, but you see all my little uh, squiggles. Yeah, there's not are, too are many really, squiggles yeah, there not from many you. From-
0: Just breathing. No,
2: he should stay put. And if he's going to retire, retire. If he's not going to retire, then play. Stop this, you know. No,
0: I think, I mean, if, if like you said, Uh, I I mean, retire. I think he'd have a good life after retirement anyways. I mean, he's he's accomplished so much. I mean, six Super Bowls in, you know, basically an 18 year span there. I mean, you can't do any better than that. And but if you're going to stay in the league, you stay with the Patriots. I mean, what do you what do you think, Ben?
1: I I just don't see where he could possibly go. I mean, I know they're talking about Tampa. I know they're talking about Los Angeles Chargers. I know they're talking about the the Raiders. I know they're talking about even (laughs) even the Colts. Yeah, I know. But how are any of those situations better than the situation that he's in? No, the Colts have an abysmal ownership group, or gonna they're gonna tell you they're gonna spend money, and they're still gonna start twenty twenty in September sixty five million dollars under the cap. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Chargers have no offensive line. To speak of, I just don't see. I agree with Ronnie a thousand percent. I don't know where he could go, where he's going to get the kind of support, coaching, and you know, he had a down year on offense with the cast they yeah. had. But ha- where Whatever. else is he going to find that level of support, that level of coaching, at that level of understanding of the offense? I just, I agree with Ronnie a thousand percent. That's just.
2: But who's making a big deal out of this? Is it him, or is it he's trying the to media? Dr- he's
1: trying to drum up yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of. He's trying to I mean he wouldn't have posted that 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 stuff on Instagram or that photo on Instagram if he wasn't trying to drum a little bit of drama up about
2: Maybe we need to zoom in on the photo and see what stadium it is, huh?
0: Huh? (laughs) Huh? Just kidding. I'm trying to think think back to the picture now. And I think the Patriots are
1: well within their rights to expect some kind of an answer before the sixteenth. Yeah. Uh you know, he's he's you know, he while he may not make as much money as, say, a Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson also doesn't have an entire wing of the stadium and the facility dedicated to whatever Ciara is working on in her personal life and her professional life. I mean, he's got a whole TB12 wing in Foxborough where he makes plenty of money, you know, over and above what he makes on his salary. They've essentially, you know, turned the Patriots into the New England Patriots slash TB12 organization Mm -hmm. just for him. So he's doing okay. Yeah. Uh, Just a bit. Just a bit. All right, next up, Drew Brees to retire? No. What say you, Ronnie? This is an in- this is an interesting story because he's starting to whine a little bit. Mr. Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints general manager Mickey Loomis said this week that the team wants 41 41 year old <laughs> quarterback Drew Brees to return for the 2020 season, but Brees is not rushing into making a decision on his future, according to Josh Alper of ProFootballTalk.com. They have three quarterbacks on that roster, all of which are free agents. Breeze said this week that he would be willing, willing to give up some snaps to Taysom Hill if they were able to bring both of the quarterbacks back onto the roster next year. But forty-one years old, Breeze clearly <laughs> isn't going to win a Super Bowl with the Saints. He never, I mean, he
0: he won one with the Saints already. I mean, he, yeah, when he was you know, in his young thirties, whatever.
1: I mean, he, he <laughs> whatever. Can still
0: He, he could still win one. I mean, you know, if they put a good defense together and they have a good running game there, um, I mean, I, I think he's still good enough to, uh, you know, to go out there and 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 maybe not play at the same levels that he was maybe two or three years ago. But um yeah, I don't I don't I don't see him retiring. I would give him one more year. I mean, you know, Bridgewater played amazing in those five games that he did. Taysom Hill is more of a trick sort of plays kind of guy I mean I don't see that guy going out there and chucking the ball down the field more than you know five times a game which is pretty much what he does or just you know runs the ball on a wildcat um, so I don't, I don't see him making much of a difference uh, for the Saints or with any other team uh, but I would definitely if, if, if I'm Drew Brees I'm staying with the Saints for one more year if they want to give him a chance he's still good enough
1: I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I, I just it, it seems like it it puts the Saints in a little bit of a tough spot. They have three quarterbacks they've got to sign. Uh, I, know. I know. Uh to that team and they're all free agents. Do you think they'll bring back Breeze and Hill? Breeze and Bridgewater or Bridgewater and I don't I don't know. Breeze. Who, I mean, they got to bring two do, of them back, right? Do you right?
0: think there's a team out there that would be willing to sign Bridgewater? Yeah. Because I don't think there's I, any team out there that would be willing to sign Hill. No, no. Hill, Hill, Hill hasn't I think Bridgewater done Bridgewater has some suitors. Maybe I mean it, it. It's it's it really depends on if there's a team that's willing to bring him on board. Then it it might be Breeze and Hill. But I don't see any team, you know, going out on a limb and signing Hill. No, no,
1: not for a not, ton of money. No, not for any money. He's he's very Tebow-esque. Uh, in, in his... Even
0: Tebow, I think, was better. And Tebow Ooh, was not that great. I, I'm serious. I'm, I'm not. I mean, he he he's he's he could be a running back. Yeah, I should you know? I
1: should have got that play for Sonya the the Tim Tebow beating the Steelers in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I should have got that play for you because I'll never forget that. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I don't think anyone would sign Hill for a long term contract, no, but no. I think there are people that would sign Bridgewater even as a backup for a pretty good po- chunk of change. Possibly but for I, a I, while. I'm not sure how much
0: he's making right now with the Saints.
1: Uh, it's not that i mean, 15, 18 million. I don't don't quote me on that, but I think it's 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 up there, but yeah. it's not. Starter money, mm-hmm. but he, and, but he also said he wants to return to the Saints. So it could be Breeze, Bridgewater, and Taysom Hill is out. Somewhere I, I, I would for expect a job.
0: Taysom Hill to be the odd man out in that situation.
1: Sonny, what say you about Drew Brees potentially retiring? I think he will. You think he's going to retire? I do. Really? I think he will. Think he will. Who dat?
2: I do. Hoot. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just say that?
1: <laughs> yeah. What, Who that Nation. Well, isn't that their, is their expression? I think that's, yeah, yeah. that's
0: their thing. They're Can't put it on a New t-shirt Orleans. and not
1: expect me to say it. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, I think he will. I you
1: think, think he's he going to ride off into the sunset?
2: Yeah, because I think that he's he's actually... I don't know whether I, I read it or I heard it somewhere that, you know, he's really thinking about it. I think he's, he said that is. his... Um, his family wants him to keep playing, but, uh, you know, he wants to just sort of leave on his own terms. I
1: That's know. interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I suppose I, I, I don't see them getting over the hump in the NFC right now, and he probably knows that. Uh, it's going to be a really tough road to hoe to get through the NFC next year. You got San Francisco there. You're going to have Seattle with a little bit better team, <laughs> <Yeah>. potentially. <laughs> you have, you know, Minnesota is still, you know, there's still a significantly... You know they're a good team. I mean, they're they're good. No, I mean, yeah, you never know
0: what to expect from Atlanta,
1: Green Bay, Chicago yeah. could get better if they pick a quarterback up. So it's going to be a tough Tampa thing. Bay. I mean, just the teams in his division could
0: be, you know, better than they were this year. But Carolina I mean, uh, might be better uh, for for New Orleans. I think their best chance is to ride it out with uh Breeze for at least one more year and and you know
1: see what happens. And I, I think he
0: should stick around.
1: All right, Sonny, anything more to add? No. I know Franny's gonna ne- like this next story. This is the NFL's proposed onside like kick it? rule because you, <laughs> you, I, I just think you like to talk about interesting rule changes or poo poo them, one or the other. Oh. NFL officiating announced this week <laughs> poo poo that the NFL that. will experiment with two rule changes during the Pro Bowl, which they did, including one that could be an alternative to the onside kick. Instead of a team electing to kick an onside kick, they can now choose an option. That brings the ball to their own 25-yard line. The offense has one play to try to pick up 15 yards. If they can get 15 yards, or more, they can keep the ball. If they fail to get the 15 yards, it is counted as a turnover on downs, and the defense takes the ball at the spot of the ball. That's stupid. The Denver Broncos <laughs> proposed a similar rule to this during the owners' meeting, but it was turned down. Rules that are that are tried during the Pro Bowl don't always become new rules, but it shows the NFL is serious about trying to find a change to the onside kick. That's what say you? No, no. Well, the, I, but the onside kick now is is sort of pointless. Like there's no conceivable no, way. I would, I would move the onside, receive, I
0: don't know to, don't to know. turn
1: the ball over on an onside kick. I, I, you I, can't. You can't start running until the ball's kicked. It, it's it's. Well, there there has I think there's been one recovery by the kicking team and because they made recovery more, since they,
0: they made it more difficult. Now for the kicking team because nobody can move until the ball is kicked. I think let's just go back to the old rule, the way it was, where you know you have guys anticipating the kick, you know, running towards the kick. Yeah, I had no issues with that to begin with. I, I you know, I, uh,
1: well they changed it because of the potential, you know, injury. I mean, issues with the onside kick and people running right, you know, directly into Yeah, each but other. I mean,
0: you're running 10 yards. It's not like you're running, you know, at full <laughs> speed, you know, 20 yards down or 20, 30 yards down the field. I mean, it's, you know, it's 10 yards separating you and the guy in front of you. But, I had no issues before.
1: But it does, I mean, it does create an interesting conundrum for the team that needs to, you know, that needs to score to catch up. I mean, you would actually, you know, you need a 50, essentially a fourth and 15. I don't like that. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of it either, <laughs> yeah. but what do we do to solve the problem of the onside kick now being essentially a meaningless, pointless play? There's no, I mean, Sonia, remember when they went to the Super Bowl the year that they lost to the Patriots? They got that onside kick against Green Bay mm-hmm. because the tight end jumped when he wasn't supposed to jump. Mm-hmm. At least it was possible. It was, I think, it was a twenty yeah, percent that, or twenty-five percent chance. That's of when getting, the kicking
0: team, the players, were able to run before the kick, whereas now nobody can move until the kick is made. So I liked it the way it was before when, when teams had Agreed. more of a chance to grab it. Um, so I don't know why they're, you know, like you said, it's for player safety. But, I mean, 10 yards. I mean, there's, there's yeah. not that many yards separating these guys. No, and know, I think they're, they should, not, they're, they're not running at, yeah. you know, full, full speed.
1: And I think they should go back to the rules that they had before. I mean, I don't that, think there were yeah. a significant number of injuries, and at have, least there was ex- some excitement to the onside kick. You thought there was a chance, a yeah, chance, yeah. albeit slim, that your team might recover the onside kick. Yeah. And I'm sure they'll borrow something. The XFL is starting play on February 8th, just like the AAF did last and year.
0: failed miserably.
1: So we'll talk about some of the rule changes in the XFL, because some of them are actually pretty interesting. I'm sure the NFL will steal one or two of them uh but yeah the XFL again is starting up just like the AAF did last year all right Friday what's next up on the big board next up on the big board Ben it's a little bit of housekeeping oh a little bit of housekeeping all of you out there our listeners our new listeners uh listeners that have been with us for a long time we truly truly appreciate you listening to our show subscribing to our show sharing our show. Uh, Thank you all so much. Please head over to our website at thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. There you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. You can listen to or check out our show notes, which has links to all of the stories that we discuss. has links to the booze, the beer, the brown, all of the reviews that we do. It has links to all the podcatchers, so you can subscribe on any podcatcher, whatever podcatcher you choose. You can download episodes there. You can listen to them directly on the website. You can get to your podcatcher and leave a review. You can email us. You can call us. You can get the links to our Twitter and our Instagram there. And check out all of Frane's awesome photography as well. So please, please, please head over to thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. Link to your podcatchers. Check out our Instagram or Twitter. Email us. Call us. Subscribe. And please, please, please. Leave a review. Friday, what's next on the Big Board? Next up on the
0: Big Board, Ben, is our tag team news, some more Thurston Goal news, some Eagles news, Seahawks news, and Steelers news.
1: Yes, so during the offseason and leading up to the Super Bowl, typically we start talking about news that's individual to our tag team. Sonia. Huge Eagle fan, or uh, Seahawks fan. <laughs> Wrong bird. Seahawks fan. Franny, a huge Eagles fan, and myself, a huge Steeler fan. So we're going to start talking about a little bit of tag team news. So first up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Art Rooney II could only make so much of Juju Smith-Schuster's 2019 season lack of our Jacob Klinger of Penn Live reports lightly echoing his head coach's comments at the end of the season. The team owner and president noted that the once rising star receiver was injured playing with backup quarterbacks. Smith Schuster would be due for a contract extension as he's approaching the final year of his rookie contract. So Juju Smith Schuster is up for a contract. Franny, what say you? What do a Steelers do with Juju after that last year's yeah, debacle last year, he was not... and the fumble against the chief or the the Saints the year before that. Yeah, I mean, he, do they he's... pay the man or not? No. Ooh, really? No. no. I mean, what did he do?
0: What did he do this year? He was not that good this year.
1: He did drop that big ball. Yeah, but I mean, his, his numbers Hodges. in general. I mean, yeah,
0: mean, but he I, didn't I have a quarterback. I mean, he didn't have a quarterback. But I mean, even when he did, I mean, with, you know, the first game with Rossberger. the one with game he played, he wasn't that great. And when Roethlisberger was in, the second game, he wasn't that great either. Um, I just don't think that he's the answer. I mean, with Antonio Brown on the team, you know, he had a pretty good season. Yeah, because great Antonio season. Brown, Antonio Brown was kind of great season. You know. He was the one that was that was sort of uh siphoning the the cornerbacks in his directions where, you know, Juju Brown Juju Smith Schuster was able to get open. So I don't I don't I don't I don't think he's that good. I don't I don't think he's worth paying, you know, 16000000 dollars a year. I What's
3: mean, he I, making now?
1: He's not he's on his rookie deal now. He's he's coming into the fifth year of his contract or How sixth is year he? of his contract. Uh no, fifth year, sorry. No. Oh, well he went into... No, he didn't go in the first round. So it's his f- end of his fourth season yeah. this year. So he'll be due a contract. I mean, he's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong. He seems
0: like a really nice guy, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he's um, he's Antonio Brown caliber.
1: Yeah, and this one, <laughs> and this is why I put it on the agenda because I'm struggling with it myself. I'm not sure if you want to. I mean, he'd be probably do one, about twelve to fourteen he's not million one dollars guy. a year. He's a number
0: two guy, but he's not a
1: number one guy. And to get someone like him, he's probably around that Robbie Anderson, maybe even a little bit. Uh, more money than Robbie Anderson because he's, you know, he had he did have two really good seasons or at least one really good season. Had one. So I mean, I, I I tend to agree with Ronnie on this. I don't think you can afford to pay this guy twelve to fourteen million dollars a year over a four year span. So hopefully he'll play better this year and he won't make a lot. I mean, he seems like a nice guy, so it doesn't seem like he'll make a lot of waves about getting a contract during the season. But I agree with Ronnie that they, they probably have to, to get him for a reasonable price or cut bait with Juju. Sonia, what say you?
2: I don't know. I, <laughs> um, he didn't have a quarterback this year. He really didn't. He had Duck Hodges. He had Duck. <laughs> That's true. And Mason. I, I don't know. I just don't. H- hit, hit with my own helmet. Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, <clears throat> I, I just think that uh, – he didn't have that good rapport, you know. All these guys have to have that connection, and he didn't have it. He didn't have it with these two kids. So,
1: but, I mean, just, just what? I mean, he didn't have good hands. I mean, it, you he know, dropped he, he a just, couple he, he big balls. Did. He dropped a big ball at the end of the season. Yeah, <laughs> because he knew that mean, when,
0: you when guys balls are go when balls are when balls are thrown in your direction. I mean, you got to come down with them. You got to catch them. That's but what he she didn't said. do a good job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with I, that. Uh,
1: uh, I mean, I know it was a it was a tough catch. I can't remember who their opponent was there at the end of the season. They had to win that game. And even if they had won it it wouldn't have mattered because uh, Tennessee's won. <laughs> but he did drop a big ball there and and the year before that he did fumble that ball against the Saints at the at the end of the season. And and those are the kind of plays that you don't see a you know, a Julio a Jones one. make or a you know, a Will Fuller or a DeAndre Hopkins or a Michael Thomas. They don't they don't drop those balls. Mm-hmm. So it, it's going to be a big decision for the Steelers, I think, at the end of this season, what to do with him. But, Sonia, you're a big supporter of Juju. Well,
2: I mean, USC because all Puss. I hear from Ben during these games is Juju. T- <laughs> so all of a sudden you don't like Juju. So, you know, Well, I mean, if
0: you have a, you know. Uh, I mean, we're kind of hoping for the best. You know, you're hoping for the best because the year that he had last
1: year. But this season, it was just. I don't know. I really room.
2: think he was off because you
1: guys were off. Fair enough. I mean, that's why I want your voice of reason here.
2: Well, I don't know if I have a voice of reason. I just don't like you changing your mind all of a sudden. <laughs> what the hell?
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, next up, we have something that I know is near and dear to Franny's heart. uh right? really? The Eagles' cornerback secondary situation and oh, evaluation. What? Something that has been the bane Avaluate? of their existence for terrible. the last decade. With the Eagles' loss to the Dolphins, 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 late in the 2019 season, fan attention is quickly drifting to the 2020 (laughs) offseason. The disappointing loss has all of Eagle Land wanting this miserable 2019 campaign to just be a distant memory. With the offense mostly looking good against the woeful Dolphins, it was the defense that led the team down. Fitzpatrick was slinging all over. Fitzpatrick Mm -hmm. was slinging all over the Eagles' secondary as the cornerbacks got burned repeatedly for years. He does that against the Eagles every single time. That is true. Doesn't matter which team he's on. So the Eagles are into the offseason with clear needs at the offensive and defensive skill positions. It will be interesting to see how they value the defensive back needs against the wide receiver needs because you have wide receiver issues as well. No. Personally, I think wide receiver, personally myself, I think wide receiver upgrades should be prioritized first and foremost with this extremely talented upcoming draft class. Doing so would leave the team in a position where they'd need value picks at cornerback in the draft. Luckily, there are some good names in the 2020 draft that could satisfy that, satisfy <laughs> <laughs> that. Parnell, Mo- Parnell Motley had, had a shot. That shut- rum.
0: Man.
1: <laughs> that rum has definitely screwed me up. That's hysterical. Parnell, one shot, no less. Parle- Parnell Motley had a shutdown game on Saturday or this uh Saturday at the end of the season that would have had Eagles fans inter- interested. The 6-foot senior helped the Oklahoma Sooners beat Oklahoma State at the end of the season with a shutdown performance. He helped lock down Oklahoma State's talented receivers while snagging a pick in the process. Motley has been a physical presence in the secondary for Oklahoma, forcing four fumbles on the year. He could be a mid-round pick worth keeping an eye on. Elijah Molden uh, turned in another fantastic game in the Apple Cup. Molden had a crazy numbers tack with in tackles. fourteen, with quite a few coming against the run. He also looked feisty in feisty in coverage, helping <laughs> limit the the prolific Who Washington State offense. These are uh, draft picks. Molden had been a scrappy, okay. productive player all season, and he should warrant some interest as a nickel corner. The Eagles need a huge in huge influx of skilled players' talent this offseason, but luckily this might be the draft to satisfy that. Franny, what do you think the Eagles should do in the offseason coming up to the draft in the secondary and defensive back positions? I'll
0: find the right guys, man. I mean, I see, I see like, you seem like I look at these draft picks um but it seems like year after year the eagles think they have the right guys on the field and i mean like you said for for probably a decade now they've been struggling at that position and it's been very disappointing for myself for eagles fans um and even the the guys that you named right there i mean i I don't know how how many of those guys will actually be good in the nfl i mean it's it's hard to evaluate cornerback talent um you know i hope they pick the right guy and and i'm not gonna say this guy's better that guy's better because it's just so difficult just like last week talked about coaching it's it's you, you you just don't know what you're gonna get i mean I, I don't know if it's it's if it's the the players that they pick or just the coaching itself yeah I mean, I'm, not, it, I'm not i'm not sure what it is
1: it's been a really rough run for you guys in the secondary <laughs> at the safety position as well as in you know dbs cornerbacks I just can't quite figure out why their the recipe has been so poor. I mean last year uh going down the stretch uh what's his name um Schwartz was able to hold it together and put together a nice big you know a nice run at the end of the season. Did it again this year. But you guys continue right. no, but They're okay. But you continue to struggle to find at least one or two players back there that can be rock solid. At least to hold that defense, a Tyron Matthew, a Richard Sherman, uh, a yeah, but Earl I, 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 Thomas. But it's
0: funny because if those guys were on the Eagles, I don't see them having the same sort of success. Really? You know, if Richard Sherman was on the Eagles, I don't see him doing the same thing that he's doing with the Niners right now. You think he would be So
1: I'm not sure, if, I'm not sure
0: if, it's a, if it's a Schwartz scheme or if it's the players that we have. That's why I'm not, I'm not 100% sure what it is. Where is the problem?
1: Yes, it's interesting. I think if I played back like most of the the Eagles losses, the post game <laughs> this past year, it would have been you complaining about the defensive backs or the secondary. That's why I threw it on the agenda for no, this no, week dude. because yeah. it was week after week after week, every time they lost, it was it was there was definitely some commentary about the secondary. Yeah. And then even when they were healthy early yeah.
0: on. Uh later on in the season, yeah, I mean they got healthier throughout the season. Um, but I'm just not sure whether it's the cornerbacks or whether it's it's Schwartz. I'm not sure exactly, you know, where I can pinpoint. Well, like, where is the problem? Where does it begin with the Eagles?
1: Yeah, because I mean, in the, in the league, as it becomes more and more prolific, because it passing, seems like every
0: year we're talking about the same yeah. thing. We go into the draft, we try to pick the best guy that we can. We pick the best guy that we can, and you still have the same issues. All right, I mean, I, I, it's 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 really frustrating. But I don't know where it is. Like, where where is the problem?
1: We do have a little bit more interesting Eagle news this week. Josh McCown coming to the Eagles as a coach. Oh. What say you, Friday? The, Phila- the what? De- the Philadelphia Eagles have expressed interest in hiring independent impending free agent quarterback Josh McCown for a coaching position on their staff. But McCown told the team he is not ready to retire, even though he was already retired, according to <laughs> Jeff McClain of the Philadelphia Inquirer. McCown turns 40 this summer and wants to keep sticking around as a player before getting into the coaching ranks. And he proved that he can both still play and is one of the toughest guys in the league, both mentally and physically by gutting it out in that wild card game with a torn hamstring. He seems like the rare case of a player who could be immediately or immediately transition to the booth and or sideline as a coach. But when he does or when he does make the move, the Eagles have had have been linked to USC offensive coordinator Graham Harrell, Ravens quarterback coach James Urban, internal candidates Deuce Daly, which shocks me a little bit, Press Taylor, and somebody who's currently unemployed, such as Jim Caldwell, for their open OC position. But it looks like the Eagles are actually openly courting Josh McCown to come in as even potentially their offensive coordinator.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Because he... he, he he voiced his opinion. He said he 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 wants to continue to play in the league. He doesn't want to become. But he a coach. wasn't playing though. Yeah, I mean he played. He played his. You know. He plays gut first, out in that first game. And, and only playoff game, and and he played he played the best he could. I mean he played, he played to the best of his abilities. Um, but yeah, he's he's not going to be the coach. But I'm not sure who they're going to choose as the OC. I know there is after the Super Bowl. Is it on? Uh, on the chiefs coaching staff. There's somebody that they're targeting enemy. right now. Yeah. Well, not be enemy. I think it was somebody else actually, um, on the team. Um, but I think they're gonna wait till after the Super Bowl to finally choose their offensive coordinator. But, but it's been, it's, it's, it's been a while since they got rid of Grove.
1: Yeah. It's been a while. And there's been a lot of speculation that because it's been so long, they have a particular candidate in mind mm-hmm. and they're just waiting, waiting for, yeah. you know, that, to, I mean, it'd be nice to see do staley get a chance. Um, I mean, it would
0: be great, but he's 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 done such a great job, um, you know, with the running backs there. So,
1: but Josh Buchanan is a coach. I mean, I could see that. I mean, the way that he gutted that game out and his reaction to the game afterwards with the players, with his teammates, and with the media—that would be a guy that I would want around my franchise. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have an interesting story for Sonia, I think (laughs) what happened? It's do or die time in Seattle. The Seattle's must not. The Seattle Seahawks must not waste Russell Wilson's prime. (sighs) Going into another offseason, another offseason where Russell Wilson could be playing in the Super Bowl tomorrow, yet he is not. This is from USA Today's R- Stephen Ruiz. Seattle's 2019 season ended the same way its 2018 season ended, with Russell Wilson trying to overcome his coaching staff and dig his team out of a hole that Pete Carroll and company created with a misguided game plan. Just as it did in Dallas a year ago, Wilson's valiant effort fell short and the Packers sent the Seahawks home for the offseason with a 28-23 win at Lambeau Field. Wilson's stat line was unsurprisingly efficient. He averaged 8.9 yards per attempt and had a total of 16.2 expected points, most of them coming in the second half after Green Bay had jumped out to a 28-10 lead. It was only then that Seattle let Russ cook, and even then, Carroll couldn't get out of his own way. As the dynamic of the Seahawks has shifted over the past few seasons, what was once a team that leaned on its dominant defense is now one being dragged to relevance by its dominant quarterback. It has become abundantly clear that Carroll is far too hesitant to adapt, which is one of the worst traits for an NFL coach and the main reason why the team, why we've seen so many successful coaches let the game pass them by. Carroll is in danger of being passed by as well. Just for, but, you know, just by example, Russell Wilson's quarterback rating and playoff losses thus far in his career, 2012, 87.5. In 2013, when they won the Super Bowl, 87.8. 2014, 19, 92.9. 2015, 49.8. 2016, 56.1. They missed the playoffs in, in 2017, 2018, 74.4. And again in 2019, 90.0. Please remember that quarterback rating is scaled. From zero to one hundred. Frane, Sonia, what say you about wasting Russell Wilson's almost what's left of his career? Yeah. The guy is gonna be what thirty. Get, yeah. get an offensive Three?
0: line. Get yeah. a fucking offensive line for this guy. This guy yeah. can't keep on running for his life.
2: And and Pete said he's gonna leave the the O line as is. Yeah.
3: That's, that's what
2: he's saying. And and Russell was getting a lot of heat because he made a comment. He was doing an interview of some sort, and he said, well, you know, they asked him about the uh, offensive line, and he goes, you know, it will be good to get a couple more stars in. And they took that, turned it around, and they basically said, ooh, Russell Wilson, he, they don't, he doesn't like his O-line. He wants stars protecting him. He wants – it's like, come on, guys, seriously. He's, I mean, he's
0: running for his life. Right. I mean, we, we, against Against um – you know, against the Packers, he was running for his life. Against the Eagles, he didn't have to worry because the Seahawks are a dirty team. But, oh, <laughs> oh my God, we're going to hear you know, about just, this until the cows come home. Literally I'm until the cows come home. I'm just kidding, Sonia, but I'm not. But, uh, until <laughs> no, you it's,
2: pick him up. It's, no, it's,
1: <laughs> it's, I love it's, you, but really <laughs> I
0: don't. No, it's been an issue for his entire career so far. I mean, the guy is always running for his life and he's so good at what he does. I yeah. mean, he's go- so good at getting out of the pocket and so smart when he slides with the ball. Uh, I,
2: it's sad. It's and sad and it's to sad. see it's it. It's sad
0: that he has to deal with this crap. I mean, just put an offensive. If they had a great offensive line against this guy, I mean, they they probably would have you know multiple Super Bowls. Yeah. Um. He 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 is an elite level quarterback, and I feel bad for the guy that has to run for his life every Agreed. single down. It's 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 annoying. I mean, it, it really as a Seahawks is. fan, I, I
2: it's horrible. It's horrible. That's why I run to the room and don't watch yeah. it anymore. Think, it's,
0: uh, it's, it's, it's disappointing.
1: Yeah, and, and I think we need to get out in front of the story because I think Seahawk fans need to know that there's frustration out there in Seahawk land or those that love Seahawk fans. Franny loves Sonia. I love Sonia. Why? Yeah, I'm just kidding, Sonia. You guys why, aren't dirty. You, you were dirty that, was, that one game. Why that must you continue <laughs> to to live in denial of the competence of your offensive line? Why must you continue to try to run the ball over and over. I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't run the ball, but why you have a Ferrari in the garage and you're yeah. driving. It's, it's, it, we all know those people that have that like the really nice car at home, and they're like, I don't want to drive it, so they take the Honda to work and they leave hey. the Porsche sitting in the garage. That's that's Pete Carroll. He's like, he's just, a, I mean, what is he afraid of? I mean, this is one of, if not the best quarterback in the league. There's yeah. Patrick Mahomes, probably,
3: mm-hmm.
1: Russell Wilson, and you know, there's a bunch of guys below that, but those I would put those two guys at the top, top, top of the I mean, NFL. Look at the right Patriots; now. they they, they, they protect
0: Tom Brady, and look at the results. Yeah, you know, we'll, the same thing. It would be with the, with the Seahawks. You protect Russell Wilson, so he's not running for his life every single down. And you have a lot of success. You could have a lot of success. uh, success.
1: At this point in his career, he's better than Rodgers. He's better than Breeze. He's better than Brady. The only guy up there is probably Mahomes. Jackson needs another year or two to prove that he's in that same category. he got MVP. But you have Wilson. I mean, they're talking about Russell Wilson for the MVP this year. And what happens? They get to Green Bay, and they still try to jam the ball down Mm -hmm. the throats of, of, of Green Bay, running the ball. And Wilson is left valiantly trying to get the game to yeah. to tie the game or go ahead at the end of the, at the end when if he had just been able to throw yeah, the ball that early quarter, on and get some protection. He played amazing that third quarter. Yeah, they could have won the game. Mm-hmm. But Pete Carroll But what do you do? Do you do you trade Pete Carroll in for somebody else and then they they lose
2: worse. that locker room dynamic.
1: But it's just so frustrating mm-hmm. to watch I mean, you need an offensive line or, I mean, that's what was so frustrating for Tom Brady this year. The offensive line was breaking down and not giving him the time that he needed to throw the ball.
0: And, well, his receivers weren't the
1: greatest And his receivings were, receivers were there. terrible. But Wilson makes everybody yeah. look good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, but he has a pretty good receiving core, though, with, with yeah, Lockett does. and... Oh, uh, Lockett,
2: my baby. What's his Metcalf. Name? Uh,
0: Metcalf as Metcalf. well, yeah.
1: Oh. But, I mean, this I mean, guy he, he is, makes Hollister. right? He makes Hollister look good. Yeah. Hollister
0: makes him look bad because Hollister's not that great, but, I mean, he he throws it to him and... and uh, it,
1: I wish it was a little bit better. But Wilson's but, thirty-two, right?
2: I don't. Uh, maybe
1: I don't know. I think he's thirty-two. Yeah, somewhere around there. And not everybody plays until they're thirty-nine or thirty or forty years old. They're wasting the prime. Mm-hmm. You know this. This reminds me. I mean, it's frustrating. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I I, I root for the Seahawks.
0: I'm, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm an Eagles fan, but I, you know, Sonia, I want your team to have success. And and it, and it's it's if I was a Seahawks, man, I'd be I'd be very frustrated. With the fact that his entire career he's just had a bad offensive line and they just cannot
1: fix it. Yeah, it's like a reverse I mean Colts. It's like a reverse Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> where, you know, for all those years that Manning was in was in Indianapolis and Jim Ursay went home every night to wash himself in a bathtub full of hundred dollar bills that could have been spent on bringing some defense to that team yeah. that would have allowed him to not have to score forty points in every playoff game, but Ursay refused to do it. This is sort of the same situation we're in in Seattle where they just refused to spend money on guards and tackles for Russell Wilson. They have the running backs. They have the receivers. They just refuse to either throw the ball when they should or put money into the, the offensive line. And it's, it's very frustrating. Mm-hmm.
2: I think what I'm frustrated about, I know I shouldn't put too much on that NFL honors bullshit. So Lamar Jackson wins MVP and Russell Wilson didn't even get one vote. That's bullshit.
0: Um, I mean, look, look, it's it's we'll a award. For that. It's an award for the regular season. Now, you know, Lamar Jackson did have a better regular season than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson played you know lights out at times in the playoffs, but you know it's it's not a award for you know playoffs. It's it's for the regular season. I think Lamar Jackson does deserve um, you know MVP for yeah. this year for the regular season for yeah. this year for the yeah for the regular season.
1: Mm-hmm. But who knows what Russell Wilson would have been able to accomplish if had they been actually throwing the ball in the first half of most of those games,
0: and with a good offensive line,
1: and yeah. with a decent offensive line.
2: I just don't know how Kyler Murray got <laughs> offensive rookie of the year. But okay,
1: he, think, he played pretty well. I mean, I he, he again, think, he had no
0: offensive line I either. I think Miles Sanders was better, but you know.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I actually I don't disagree with that. I mean, yeah. he, had no, he had no no offensive line in Arizona. He was running for his life the entire game.
0: That's true too. Yeah,
1: and that's what you get. All right. Next up, disappointing all around. Next up, we have our <laughs> feel good story of the week. We need one after that. Feel good story.
0: Where's Where's the leading man? Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs>
1: All right, so those of you that have been with our podcast for a while know that we try to bring some some hope, some some optimism to our podcast by bringing you a story of an NFL player or an NFL player association that does some good in the world, that does something to bring, you know, that warm, warm our hearts and help other people. This week we have Pierre Desir, uh, a former or actually an NFL player, is giving back where he went to high school. Pierre Desir is a 2008 grad of Francis Howell Central. Uh, it's very special to walk back here, Pierre Desir says. It does, he doesn't consider himself to be the big man on campus. Was I a big man on campus? Yes, we had a lot of great players, Desir said. Uh, But Pierre Desir has done some big things for Francis Howell Central. The redesign of the weight room came out of his pockets. This is my personal money. Yes, sir, he said. The donation isn't about showing off. It's about showing up. I'm just trying to show kids no matter what you do, you should come and give back. He has come a long way. Pierre came to St. Louis from Haiti at the age of four. (laughs) From... From Haiti at the age of four, <laughs> Haiti times were often often tough. He said, moving from house to house, being evicted, not knowing where you're, not knowing whether, when you come home if the lights were going to be on or not. Been through, he's been through so much adversity throughout his life. The adversity came. The adversity became his driving force. No matter how bad, no matter how bad you think something is going to be, just don't quit, Desir said. A wall at the school shows his football journey, helps when I'm able to look back and see everything I've been through and still able to persevere, Desir said. I had to grind so much to put that jersey on, and I don't take it lightly. Uh, it's important to Pierre to give back, Pierre gives hope to people who especially need it the most. So many people in need. I just try to do what I can, De said. With his with all of his blessings, he wants to bless others. One of my favorite quotes is by Winston Churchill, De said, We make a living by what we get. My, my, make a life by what we give. Being the example that circumstances don't define you, just dream big. Do what you love, Desir said. He played his college ball at Lindenwood. He now plays for the Indianapolis Colts. Desir just donated 500 free shoes to kids at the Jennings School District, and he is also up for the NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year Award that he did not win, but he probably uh, could have been up there in the running. So what do you guys say about Pierre Desir giving all of this money and all of this time back to his high school, coming here from Haiti as a poor young man, ultimately playing in the NFL?
2: I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's...
0: <laughs> it's funny that you ask. What do you think? I think it's terrible, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this guy... You know, giving his hard earned money what to ever, these man. kids. I mean, it's terrible news. No, no, it's wonderful. I mean, it's wonderful, Ben. And, uh, you know, I love these feel good stories, especially after that frustration that we've, you know, voiced our opinion about with, with Russell Wilson. But it's, 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 it's great. And it's funny that you ask us how we feel about it.
1: Well, yeah, fair enough. Uh, but I, mean, I just think it's a great story. Pierre Desir coming from Haiti. No money, you know. Growing up very, very poor, ultimately ends up making it big in the NFL. gives gives a lot of back to the to the school. Just despicable, right? <laughs> the, I mean, what, what do you think? To the school, to the school, <laughs> and you have players like Odell Beckham and well, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown and all of the all of the. Negative you want to say about and, Antonio Brown? <laughs> all of the things that they do. And you have someone like this who just really wants to to give back to the community that gave him his ability to play the game and ultimately and just, just like last week excel.
0: also and, and uh, the story, uh, you know, a few weeks before that with, um, I can't remember who the player was, that, uh, that paid for, um, what was that, at, at Kmart the, or Walmart for?
1: Uh, oh, all of the, uh, that, was, that was Khalil Mack. Was it Khalil Mack? Yeah, I okay, think it was okay. Khalil Mack. Yeah. Alright, Sonia's fading over yeah. here. So fading we're, gonna to, we're gonna have to move on. So we're uh, we're done with our feel good story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but
0: that's that's great news, Ben. Great news.
1: Man pulls baby from burning car. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you, <laughs> Jesus. That's terrible. Leave the baby in the car. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but that's the point you're trying to make right yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just I
0: told you guys this wonderful news what do you guys think? what are your opinions on this wonderful
1: news what terrible thing can you say about this wonderful thing that this person is doing
0: all right sorry. all right so uh, next up on the big board our total wins challenge
1: all right hold tight everybody we'll be right back with our total wins challenge.
0: All right, and we are back with our total wins challenge, Ben. You want to give our listeners some information on what that is?
1: Yeah. So I mean, actually, not too far off from where we uh, where we are right now. So last year, uh, right before the draft, I think it was right before the draft when yeah, think the so. uh, when the when the over under for wins was released in Vegas last year before the draft, we picked what we believed to be the total wins for each team, and we measured it against what the first lines were in uh, in Vegas when they came out with the lines. We then waited patiently, patiently for the draft. The draft came. And after the draft and before the season, we again guessed what we thought the lines would be after a blockbuster draft this past year, and then we subtracted you know, what the line was from what our guess was, And then at the beginning of the season, we again guessed what we thought the total wins for each team would be. And we measured that against what the actual wins were for the season. So we subtracted the actual line from what our guests before the draft, the actual line from our guests after the draft, and the actual wins from our guests at the beginning of the season. And we came up with some totals. Franny, what were... Those totals this season.
0: Uh, well, it's it's hard to see the board where I am. You you have a better view than I do. Uh, well, uh,
1: in round one, yeah, uh, Franny was off by Wait. the line by 36, 36 games total. So we, you know, essentially thirty six games. So uh, okay. I'm, I'm looking at the bottom. Okay,
0: they're on the right side, right there. Okay. So all
1: so essentially we measured our guess against what the lines were. So if you're off by, you know, if you're off, the Packers had a nine and we guessed eight, that was one if the Packers were, and then, and then if the Chiefs were 10 and we guessed seven, that was three, so three plus one would be four. So and what
2: happens if it was the other way around? What if we guessed Either
1: way. So if you were over or under okay. the total number that you were off from the line, uh, right. so we added that up. So Franny in round one was off by 36.
0: 36. Oh, ben yeah. was 39 and Sonya was 50. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because she gave, like, I think yeah. she had 15 wins the for the, the Bengals Chargers or the Chargers 10, or something.
0: Man. You, you were really high on, on a couple of teams. A lot there, of Sonya, teams. That, the, the, um, I'm sorry, Friday. You,
2: you were even higher. You gave them 10 games.
0: Whatever. <laughs> 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 and in round, but round two, after the draft, that's after the yep. draft, round two, Ben was 21 and a half, Sonia, 29 and a half, Woo! and I was 33 Woo! and a half. And then around 3 number 1, 2 and number 3, we don't
1: have those results oh, yet. Yeah. And
0: it's all the way at the bottom actually. Yes. Oh. Uh
1: yeah, Sunny uh, uh, Sonny was off by 73?
0: Huh?
1: What? what? For, it's right there in the, oh, in the blue oh. at the oh. bottom. Sorry, I didn't write it where I was supposed to write it.
0: 73, 78, and 77.
1: Yeah, Sonny was off by 73. Franny was off by 78. I was off by 77. So, Sunny's first place.
2: No. No. Nope. Oh. The total? Th- <laughs> no, because I had the 50 in the first round. Oh, that screwed me.
0: man. And, and
1: now I, I feel like, you know, you guys are going to think it was
0: fixed, but the yeah, it, it probably is. It was, one was fixed one. because this board is at home with you, Ben. You can erase <laughs> as many of these as you want. But the. And one- ben is zero. Ben got it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Ben got it exactly right. So it's actually pretty good. If you think about it, we guessed all 32 teams three different times. I was off by 137 games. Franny was off by 147 games and Sonia was off by 152 games. points. Uh games, games. points, yeah. Yeah, games and <laughs> points.
0: But those are the points. But those, those
1: are the points. Yeah, and, and the first one, uh this is the round 2, I mean that's why you see 21.5 because they, you know that the the lines were, you know, had point fives in the lines. But I thought that was really, really a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't expect Ronnie to be so um, optimistic, especially <laughs> in the second round there, because he was well in the lead there in the first round. And the second round, I, I, I think, th- it was
0: three games in the first round. I was I was way ahead of you.
1: But some of those were were actually pretty interesting. Like Sonya gave, or I gave Philly twelve wins. Which was a lot. Which was well, a we lot. We gave him
2: eleven.
0: I gave him eleven. Signed to give him eleven.
2: Uh
1: huh. I gave yeah. the Jets ten wins. You know, I think Washington at the beginning of the season. Us. <laughs> so, of all your picks on the board, there, what well, what surprised you the most? Um,
2: Carolina, no, not for me. Uh.
0: Uh-uh. uh I mean, well, Miami were really low on. Actually, I, was, I I I I picked Miami to win two games. They actually won five. Yeah um what else do we have there i mean cincinnati we were pretty low on buffalo season long um
2: buffalo we
1: were all low on
0: yeah Yeah, buffalo and and actually worse san francisco i'm sure we were all wrong about san francisco oh i gave them
2: seven games i gave i
1: gave them five and they won 13
0: (laughs) yeah you know i gave them six so i mean i wasn't you know that far off right there so that was also a huge surprise i mean i'm usually at high on atlanta uh, no, actually, I gave them nine. They won seven. So that's, that's, that's pretty close right there. Uh, Detroit killed us. I mean, Detroit. Oh, yeah. Um, you I know, gave them nothing. ten. Yeah. You give them ten of wins. They, <laughs> <laughs> they won three this year. Yeah. Uh, so that was a you huge surprise. Eight. That was Cincinnati
2: a huge surprise. Cincinnati screwed me. Yep.
1: Yeah. You were really high on Cincinnati. You were you were high in Cincinnati all the way through, Sonia. I think I it gave went him from
3: six games.
2: Well, I think <laughs> it went, talking, that was high.
1: But in the first two rounds, I think it went from like ten to eight to six. I think it went down, but it didn't it didn't go down enough. It went okay. Yeah, but uh, Ben Ben promised a
0: huge prize to the winner, and Ben, yeah, what, yeah. what did you buy yourself?
1: Well, that was the thing. I mean, when I realized I won, I, I was going to buy an autographed jersey for one of you two if one of you two oh, had that's won. Nice. That's so, very nice. Uh, so which one did you? Oh, so what did you, you get?
2: got oh, you got duck. Never mind. Well, yeah. no, well that, was, that was just a jersey that I happened to buy. That was before you fixed
1: it. Uh, so we'll have to do something during the season. For you, Ben. That will allow you. me to, to. But yeah, my plan was to get either a Brent Selleck autograph helmet <laughs> or uh, probably not a Russell Wilson autograph helmet. That might be a little too much, but like a locket autograph helmet. But because I won I couldn't buy <laughs> Sorry, anything. Sorry, Sonia.
0: I'm not going to spend that much money on you.
1: <laughs> that was the plan. Oh well, uh, but, okay. but we'll do the same thing or something similar when the season just when the give, season starts. Give himself
0: up. enough credit. You know, he didn't think he was actually going to win this. Thing, I didn't think I actually... w- I thought
1: Franny would win for sure. Because why? Well, because I do things like give Detroit ten wins because from my heart or the Jets I give twelve wins or some crazy Wait, shit where, like that. Where are
0: the Jets on the board? Fourth down. All right. Oh yeah, Ben gave him ten wins. That's 10, why I seven. That's... I mean, that's not a huge. I will give him eight. I know. And, I get and signing him four, which is which is understandable. Um, I mean we weren't way
3: far off.
2: We we were really optimistic about your uh division.
1: Well, the Steelers yeah, had a quarterback Son- until was the second right,
0: game. Sania was right on on Arizona. five wins, they got five wins. Um Seattle, we were all 10 10 11. Ben got that one uh correct. Yeah. Uh Rams, um, we were off. Yeah, way the Rams. off. Well, yeah.
2: Ben, you you nailed it, but
0: uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean 11 11, but I mean, that's Carolina awesome
2: though. Carolina, I mean, you gave them ten wins. They got they five. They Should have they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well,
1: Ireland. he he loves those southern the southern teams. Detroit, he likes those Scutus. southern teams. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Detroit. Carolina.
2: Scutus.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, 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 we'll do something similar. Yeah. Cleveland though. No. Cleveland
0: ten ten nine, and they won six. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, they should have won more. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they should have won more. Yeah.
0: But they and, had Freddie Kitchens as your coach, so you know
1: you can do. And now with uh, Kevin Stefanski and the analytics-driven, I don't even think they'll have coaches. I, my understanding is they're going to have like those. It's a computer. Uh, <laughs> you know, like uh, when when you send medical patients home and they have that 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 you know, it's a screen, but it, it's sort gonna, of it's it's on it's on treadmill. It's like sort of yeah. on treads, or it just sort the, of rolls uh, around your house. And it and it and it like, are you doing okay today, sir? <laughs> And they get, they read your vitals and they send it back to the hospital. They're so going to have IBM Watson. Yeah, yeah they're just going to have Watsons like walking around the sideline. <laughs> According to this play against this defense, this is the play that you will run. Kevin Stefanski just punches it into the computer from up top. And there you go. You run. Man, it.
0: That's our total wins challenge. And we're going to do that again. That was, that was actually fun. Um, and uh, Ben's going to get himself a nice autographed jersey from Roethlisberger.
3: right
1: but yeah next year we should uh you know coming up on the draft we should probably come up with whatever the prize is going to be yeah and then like get a pool together or something Mm because sonya sonya deserves a tyler lockett signed helmet why yeah just because because you deserve it you know anyone i
2: I got him on my phone i'm good
1: (laughs) well that's true and you got a lockett jersey this year and something else um, all right Friday so what's next up on the big board Next up on the big board Ben is our betting
0: corner.
2: Oh shucks, guys.
0: Ah shucks. Oh That's shucks.
2: Where I turn in. <laughs> oh, <you're... laughs> all right. We have
1: beverage of the week, Sonia. Huh? We have Stick our Jack Daniels and our beverage and of our, the week and our, and our beer of the week and our Yeah. Uh yeah. Definitely. So
2: Chiefs are going to win tomorrow. And I bid thee all farewell.
1: You're bidding us farewell? Yes. All right, Sonia is uh, a responsible adult (laughs) and will be leaving us. Uh, But she has tasted the Jack Daniels straight rye. And what was your initial impression of the rye before we move on to the Betty Corner?
2: I'm not a huge fan. Um, I liked what we had last week mucho better. Uh, But that was was a bourbon, though. Um, Yeah. It's just got a... Kind of a bitter taste in the back of your throat. So that's what she said.
1: As they say on ninety-day fiance, don't touch my Jack Daniels. What I remember that the the one <laughs> the one woman she went to the, the the boyfriend was staying at the mother-in-law's house, oh. and he went into the closet and was drinking a little bit of her Jack Daniels. She oh came God. home and she chastised him for drinking the Jack Daniels as if it was, uh you know, okay. a, an aged bottle of Whistle Pig or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, Friday. we're going to get into the betting corner. I'm, I'm actually pulling up my, uh, my bets right now. All right, so hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with the betting corner.
0: All right, and we are back with Ben's betting corner. Well, really, the it's the board. tag team betting it corner. Is, now now is, that I've you're, you're, turned you into
1: a degenerate gambler as you're, well, you're embarrassed
0: uh, to play your your in song right there, Ben. I think we should have played that a little bit. Maybe in the coming weeks, we'll uh, we'll throw that in there.
1: Yeah, we can play. We'll play in the background maybe uh, <laughs> at some point. I wrote a song for our betting corner. <laughs>
0: it was it was up you know, a couple weeks ago. When did we, when, when did we play that? But you're, you're not you're not totally excited about it.
1: Oh well, this was this was a you know, Franny. Do you have any? Fantastic. <laughs> Picks for this week.
0: I don't have any parlays for this week, but uh, my picks here are. Let's see. I have a, a kickoff return for a touchdown. That's 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 a, a plus. Eleven forty four on on that one. I doubt that it's going to happen, but you know, I, I I bet on all of the. Uh, what is it? The heavy odds, or how, what would you call it? Like the the really
1: the. Yeah, I mean it has really nice odds.
0: It really nice odds uh to win. So I you know I'm probably not going to win any money whatsoever, but I also didn't bet any big money. But if I hit boring then then I win big. Not big, but uh you know you know you know if, if you bet it's a two or three or four dollar bet and you win you know 40 50 60 dollars that's that's a that's, that's a pretty good return on 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 your bet right there and so let's see what else I have here I have uh first down first touchdown score of the game Debo Samuels that was a pretty good Ooh, return on that
1: that's actually not a that's a pretty tasty <laughs> bet because he could get he could go on a reverse it, into the end zone
0: He could you never know I also have a first touchdown score for Tyree kill that's a plus 900. That's not unheard of right there. Uh, first touchdown scorer, Travis Kelsey. That's a plus 800. Surprisingly, that Travis Kelsey would plus 800 for that.
1: First touchdown of the game, first,
0: right? Yeah, first touchdown of the game. Um, I also have uh, color of Gatorade thrown on coach. I have blue, which is a plus Ooh, that, 833. Do they even have blue? Well, at the game it I mean. It exists, but that's highly, that's highly uh, unlikely to happen. Um, We also have, uh, will they show the Golden Gate Bridge? You know, San Francisco's in the Super Bowl. That's a plus 197. Might as well throw it in there. You never know. Um, Odds to win the Super Bowl. That's actually a pretty
1: nice bet right there because why wouldn't they show it?
0: Exactly. Odds to win Super Bowl MVP have Richard Sermon at 4178. He's a plus 4178. Possible. You never know. Huge return on that,
1: forty-one times your money.
0: Yeah, uh, I have odds to win Super Bowl MVP, Tyree Kill. He's he's twenty-fifty.
1: Yeah, I got that, it. A little, I got it a little lower, I think.
0: And then I have odds to win Super Bowl MVP, Travis Kelsey at twenty-three hundred. So, you know, small amounts of money, large return. So I'm 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 hoping that one of those things hits.
1: Yeah, and and tomorrow when we give you our Super Bowl podcast at halftime, we will have some. We will know. Whether or not we have won some of those bets.
0: I'm sure all of those will
1: be terrible. <laughs> no, well, there's a reason that the odds are so nice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, first up, I have a nice, nice bet. I have a, a two team teaser uh, Kansas City plus four and a half. And the total, I pushed the total on a teaser down to 47 and a half. Uh, just giving the, the Chiefs a little bit. Uh, wiggle room there if for some reason san francisco wins by three or four points that's probably my my one of my bigger bets of the super bowl Uh, i also have san francisco Uh, as i said you know i got to put my money where my mouth is uh i have san francisco uh, odds to win super bowl mvp I have Tyreek Hill at plus eighteen ninety four. Oh, wow. got, my odds were better. You got than yours. better odds on that one, and I think and the you reason should rebet. I should I should actually re-bet on that one tomorrow. The reason I bet that is because I don't think there's any way they can. I just don't think they have the DBs to cover him. And I don't if think it's anybody a, if does. it's a tight game, which I suspect that it's going to be a lower scoring game than people think. And if it's a lower scoring game, much like last year with with Julian Edelman winning the MVP. I think if any receiver for either one of those two teams can get into the end zone a couple times, I think you could see the MVP going to that player. I I have odds to win Super Bowl MVP, much like Friday. I have Richard Sherman at plus.
0: Oh, you 5, got better odds 000. than me. Wow, you got better odds I than I do. I got better
1: odds than him on that one because Richard Sherman did some press conferences, which probably pushed his odds down. A little bit, but I have that one at. Uh, that's a ten dollar bet to win five hundred. Hey, if Richard Sherman, pretty good returns on that. Bet. Win wins the wow. MVP. Uh, I have uh, San Francisco. I had to take it. I had to take San Francisco on the money line to win the game outright. I think they were minus one. Uh, if you took it on the. Uh, on the points but I took uh, San Francisco on the money line to win not a particularly savory bet but it is a bet nonetheless I took uh, game margin this is this is sort of a hedge I have on my bet on San Francisco I have game winning margin by Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs 13 points to 18 points I think that if Kansas City is going to win this game it could be a blowout so if they can win the game between 13 and 18 points That has a pretty nice margin, plus 7.56 on that one. I have Richard Sherman to record an interception. If Mm -hmm. he has any interception in the game, that plays uh, plus 3.99. I have Miami Gardens, Hard Rock Stadium. San Francisco, I have uh, the under, under 54. I do think that this game is not going to be I think that the line now I think is I think it's 54 or 55 now I don't think this game is going to be as high scoring as a lot of folks believe you know you have new quarterback and uh, quarterback both quarterbacks never been to the Super Bowl before Andy Reid has been to the Super Bowl before and not performed great uh, there once he uh, have been there once <laughs> uh, I just don't think in a Super Bowl with these kind of defenses with the way these defenses have been playing. I don't see this game being a particularly high-scoring game, but, again, I could be wrong. Ah, this is, as people know, I'm high, high, high on Sammy Watkins. So I think Sammy Watkins is going to have, I took it, plus or over 50.5 receiving yards for Sammy Watkins. Uh, I think that paid plus 103. I think Sammy is going to be... Uh, the, the San Francisco is not going to pay as close attention to him as they should, so that that didn't pay much. But I have another interesting bet: a punt return for. Mm-hmm. A, will there be a punt return yeah, see, for a touchdown you got in the this punt game? Return,
0: I got the kickoff return.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think these are fun. These yeah. are fun because this one pays plus nine oh seven. The kickoff return probably, probably uh, paid a lot more than it,
0: that. It was, it was, it was, it was around the same as. Uh, See if I can scroll through here and see. But I figured,
1: you know, what the heck? Why not? A punt return. You've got Tyreek Hill who could potentially Uh, return kicks. Eleven forty four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was a little bit higher.
1: You know, they could throw some interesting cats back there to return kicks and and Kansas City's got some really really fast rookies as well as as Tyreek Hill. I think there could potentially be I mean, you get a you get a punt return for a touchdown. It conceivably could happen. Yeah. It's certainly more likely than, you know, uh, a lot of other bet, a lot of other bets with similar odds. Uh, so I have Sammy Sammy Watkins to score a touchdown. So whether or not he scores a touchdown, that's plus two twenty eight. That Sammy Watkins will score a touchdown. I don't know why I continue to like Sammy Watkins. <laughs> and I have uh, the last score of the game. This I thought was an interesting bet. Uh, the odds aren't great, but I put the the last score of the game would be a field goal or a safety. Can, rather that, than a that, touchdown. It's funny because I'm looking at
0: my uh, my bets right now. A lot of them are really low, maybe five, you know, ten dollars. <laughs> it's funny. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, my risk for the kickoff return. I meant to put three dollars. You put thirty. Thirty-three dollars. Oh, so, there you go.
1: That's a lot that's, for that's, that's, that's a lot crazy. for Friday. That's, just so you know, that's, that's, a, that's a lot that's, for Friday.
0: I didn't. I meant to put three, but it's it it went in as thirty-three. So hopefully there. Well, will what, be a Well, what, what's
1: the win if there's a kickoff or ah, for a touchdown? Not. I mean, not
0: much. It's it's you know you know three seventy-seven. So that's that seems a little off, right? Because that's risk thirty-three, win three seventy-seven. So
1: I just want Friday to hmm. to win some hmm. of these bets. Oh no, man, or, continue to be a, a degenerate gambler like myself. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that was odd. All right, I'm just three dollars. Yeah, well, hey, small bets, man. I'm not. I'm not like you, Ben. Just so
1: you know, you could see Frondé every single weekend at Saint Mary's Bingo Parlor in the basement with his dabbers, playing <laughs> bingo every Sunday or every Saturday night. Uh, But uh th- those are some interesting bets on the, the prop bets. I mean, I know people like to bet the coin yeah. toss and will there be uh wardrobe, ro- wardrobe they, they, that malfunction? That was also one of
0: one of the bets, too.
1: Will they show Tom Brady? Will they mention, will they show the Chiefs Super Bowl, uh, the original Chiefs Super Bowl? Yep. Which they probably will, but, but most, most of those bets are... They pay nothing, yeah. And if they and if they and they're likely to happen, but if they don't happen, you risk money yeah. really without a lot of reward. So to these it. were
0: just like the juicy bets that they had out there. You know, you, you bet low, you win big. That's that's the kind of bets I like the best. And Tyree Kill could definitely win. Oh yeah, MVP. Yeah, or Kelsey or or Kittle.
1: Oh yeah, Franny took Kelsey and Kittle. Yeah, that's true. Both tight ends are amazing. Kittle could be rumbling, stumbling, grabbing people <laughs> by the face mask right into the end zone tomorrow. I wouldn't doubt it. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our beverage of the week. Oh, we are getting into the uh, the actual drinking portion of the show. We did our shot already Although in being, honor yeah, uh, of Kobe Bryant. And, you know, we started drinking a little bit earlier tonight because we, you know, we were putting together those... Kobe Bryant shots, and it is the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, uh, but we are going to get into our in you know, our drinking portion. We're going to taste a rye, we're going to taste a beer, and Fronnie and I are going to rate those, and we'll get you our takes in just a minute. Hold tight, everybody.
0: All right. We are back with our beverage of the week. It happens to be. Jack Daniels Rye. I'm a huge fan of Jack Daniels. I've tried so many different offerings from Jack Daniels. The yes, regular Jack, Jack Daniels. Daniels, old number seven, um, the honey, the fire. Uh, what else have I tried? I can't. I, hmm. I'm sure there are some other ones in there that I that I've tried. Um, but this one. The rye, I have not tried just yet. And I was really excited to try because we didn't try the Jim Beam. I mean, it's not a really high priced rye. It's only 20 bucks or so. Um, but we tried the Jim and the Jim Beam was, it wasn't, it wasn't was, bad. It was, it, was, it wasn't it was, bad. Not your favorite for, you know, 15 bucks. That Jim Beam rye is, is actually a pretty good rye. And so, uh, you know, I figured why not try the Jack Daniels rye? it might surprise us.
1: Yeah, I mean and and Franny is a big fan of Jack Daniels. I mean, for those of you out here who are interested at all in getting to know us and I appreciate it if you are. Uh you know, this is what he he drinks. Oh, at the single bars. barrel, the
0: single barrel also is another one.
1: He drinks this at bars, he drinks this and well, unless he's on vacation and when he's on vacation he takes it up a little bit. <laughs> he actually takes his quality up a little bit of a a little tad. He'll drink more uh he won't drink Jack and Coke as much when he's on <laughs> vacation. He'll drink actual uh whiskey or Scott or bourbon on the rocks. But Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke, Jack and Coke. When I first met Franey, when well, we would go out to the bars, we'd have, we'd hang out. It was I knew what he wanted. It was Jack and Coke. I always had to have. Easy. It's a staple. A giant seven. What was it? What's that? One point five liter, or one point oh, yeah. two five 1, liter, one
0: point seven five liter, one
1: point seven five liter. I yeah. always, I mean, I would ha- always have one at the house, no matter what, in a twelve pack of Coke, because I knew that that was what he was going to drink when he was here. And uh, so we're gonna try a Jack. Daniel's Tennessee Straight Whiskey. This is something that I I didn't even know this existed, actually. Um, So we're going to give this a try. I have a little bit of information on it. So this is a smooth, spicy, and sippin' smooth Tennessee Straight Rye Whiskey from Jack Daniel's. Uh, It's made by, it's made Jack's way. Crafted with a 70% rye grain bell, which is pretty high natural spring water from their own cave spring hollow and Jack's time honored charcoal mellowing process. Jack Daniels Tennessee rye is a whiskey that could only come from Lynchburg, Tennessee master distiller, Jeff Arnett and the whiskey makers of the Jack Daniel distillery have created a unique rye That's undeniably spicy and complex yet sipping smooth. It might be one of their finest new recipes in over one 150 years Uh, but if you know jack you'll know jack daniels tennessee rye this is a 70 percent rye grain bell charcoal mellowed and it has a bold balance of spice and smoothness fronnie do you want to give this a little bit of a taste yes
0: i do ben all right Cheers, Ben. Cheers, Cheers, Ben. Now, the aroma, I mean, it smells Smells like a rye. It, it doesn't smell bad. It smells actually pretty good. It smells better than... A little sweetness, a little honey. Yeah, but it's not as sweet, though. It doesn't have as much sweetness to it.
1: It's got a little bit of a... a not harsh, but it's got a little bit of a burn on the nose.
0: Hmm. All right, let's take a sip. What do you that think? It has, has a nice honey flavor to it. Um, it's not as sweet as, you know, the regular Jack. Not as sweet. And not, not,
1: as, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Not complex. It's not complex. It's pretty good.
0: And I think it's a lot better cold. I mean, right now outside it's maybe about fifty-six or so degrees. Um, so you know, being a little chilled is a little bit better. Um, but it's not complex, though. You know, it, it's it's you get a little bit of a
1: honey, a little bit of a a slight bitterness to it. Um, I mean, it's a high it's a high rye bill. I mean, seventy percent is pretty high. Slightly, so I get that spicy. I get that little, higher, bit a, little bit of a sourness, a little bit. Slightly higher uh, alcohol content to it too. Um, and it does have that burn. It does have a little, just a little bit. I, I little I'd, bit. I'd call it a burn rather than a spice. I think they're confusing maybe the the burn with the spice. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't taste as just much a, spice yeah, as I would little, like. A
0: little, a little, uh, a little spice on the back of your tongue, but not as much as some of the other ryes that we've tasted. It's smooth. It's smooth. I think this is easier to drink than uh, the regular Jack. Um, but, you know, it's, it's 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 nothing spectacular, though.
1: Well, the I mean, the original rye is... Or the original whiskey is... It's mm-hmm. a little harsh to drink. I mean, it's I mean, sweet, I d- but I
0: d- it's... It, it, I mean, I drink it, it on the rocks as well. And it, like you said, it is a little harsher than this. This is a little bit easier to drink on its own than... Uh, then the old number seven. I mean, it's um, sweet.
1: It's definitely sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, looking for a little bit more information here to tell me what I should be tasting. It's a little bit
0: of vanilla. I mean, the reviews aren't bad. The aroma is, you know, a little, little bit of vanilla in there as well. Um, but you know, for for a, for a twenty dollar
1: offering, not bad, not bad. It says I'm supposed to be tasting fried banana, hot chocolate, and a hint of toasted grain. Mm, no. On the note, drying <laughs> cinnamon and nutmeg on the palate, followed by more chocolatey notes, a touch of cooked apples appears later on, and the finish is black pepper and spicy oak. I think they're being a little generous with that review. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could classify that as pepper on the finish, I suppose. I don't taste the oak. I'm trying to get more out of this, but I mean, the more I drink it, the actually more complex it becomes. Strangely enough, mm-hmm.
0: when you, I mean, after reading that,
1: is it psychosomatic? Yeah.
0: <laughs> after reading the notes, I mean, you can kind of taste some some of those flavors coming through, but compared to some of the other rides that we've had on the show, it's it's it leaves a little bit to be desired. I mean, it's 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 okay. It's okay. You know, no, no, nothing spectacular. I expect a little bit more from from Jack Daniels because the the Jim Beam Rye,
1: it wasn't bad. I actually liked the Jim Beam Rye. That one. I think it was on my on my top 3 in our taste test for rice. I think it was number 1 for you actually. I don't know if that's true. I think it was number 1. <laughs> I think it was number
0: 1. <laughs> I think it was actually. Um uh, maybe not, but I think it was number 2 maybe for you. It was up there. It was on the yeah. it was on
1: the podium. It was up there with Greg Luganius. Huh. This is I mean I'm just, I'm just so familiar with the
0: way regular Jack tastes like and there's still some of that, that I don't
1: taste it that, as much cuz I, I do not like Jack Daniel's.
0: Yeah, I mean it's not as sweet as right you know, as the regular Jack Daniel's. Um but it seems like they just they took the regular Jack Daniel's and they just added a little bit of that rye flavor to it. And it's I think that's what's killing it for me. You know, it's it's I'm so used to that that Jack flavor.
1: You're looking and, for it. You want it. I don't, I
0: don't, I, I'm always hoping for something a little bit different.
1: I mean, it's but not it's, bad. It's, it's not mean, bad. If, if you didn't tell me what it was, like yeah. if I couldn't see the bottle off here on the, in my periphery, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate it. Um, and this week, I, I, I'm doing a, a much more research, trying to catch up to Frane. Yeah. You know, so, uh, because franny Friday's been at this a lot longer than I have. Really. So I, I not learned, really been. I, I learned this way this week about the bourbon, how it has to be 51% corn in order to be an American bourbon. And, you know, the rye mix with the barley mix and the, the wheatier bourbons, which are a little bit more smooth and the higher rye bourbons, which are, you know, a little bit spicier, like, like some of the old Foresters. And I, I realize I like a really good smooth bourbon, but I also like a really spicy. Bourbon and a spicy rye, like a really intense. I like when, I like when there's rye. more,
0: more spice. And this one, it's 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 lacking in that area. I mean, it's there's a slight bitterness, a little bit of uh, the spice, but I'm I'm just I just feel I just can sort of taste like with the Jim Beam, I can sort of taste that Jim Beam coming through in its rye with that nuttiness that it has, that distinct nuttiness. Uh, whereas this one, not as sweet. There's a little bit of sweetness, but yeah, it's it's just not distinct enough for me. But
1: the similar, we have a similar rye content in the the Old Forester straight rye, which we did. I think we did taste the Old Forester straight rye. Too, yeah. and I think we liked that one, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a sixty five percent sixty five percent rye bill in that. And the Woodford Reserve rye, which I don't think I, was, we didn't like it as as much as we liked the Old Forester, if I yeah. if I recall. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and the Woodford Reserve uh, bourbon is is better than than the rye in my opinion. Uh, that's why I was mis- mixing the uh, the Woodford Reserve bourbon or uh, rye with my Coke is because it wasn't anything spectacular. Whereas with the Balcones rye, I really like that one, and that's something that's you know I would definitely drink on the rocks and not mix with anything else because you want to enjoy the flavors of that. Whereas with uh, with this Jack Daniel's rye, I'll I'll probably be mixing this with uh, with Coke. <laughs> a disappointed. Uh, well, a
1: little, I mean, it's, it's Jack Daniels. It's, yeah, it's I mean, 20 it is, bucks. Yeah, it is 20 bucks. I think you and might have you had you know, your expectations you, 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 a little high on that one.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, the Honey one was not that bad. I mean, even the Jack Fire, we, you know, we enjoyed that, too, I mean, for what they are. Um but with this one you know it's it 's a good sipper um I would say this is better than you know the old number seven, but it 's nothing spectacular it 's not something i'd rather spend a little bit more for something a little bit better, like the Balcones, which is uh you know maybe around thirty thirty five dollars and this is twenty dollars so you know a spender ten fifteen dollars more on something a little bit better than this
1: uh, but uh, the more I drink it the better the more I like it i mean yeah. it, the more I sip on it, the more it grows on me i mm-hmm. could I could sit and drink this. You know, outside. I mean, you could. I mean, it's, sitting it's, in a it's chair, it's listening to a not podcast, a bad, not a
0: bad sipper, chilled to the right temp- temperature. Um, but yeah, it's okay. What, what would you rate this, Ben?
1: On our thirst and goal rating scale, I would give it. Uh, the balconus was was that last week? The balconus. Uh, no, that, that was that was a
0: bourbon. I mean, we we tried the rye a few weeks back.
1: Probably give it about a f- five. Yeah,
0: that's what I would give it to. I would give it about a five. I mean, it's it's middle of the road. Nothing spectacular, but you know, good enough to uh, sit back and and sip on, even if you don't have to, you know, mix it with anything.
1: Because you don't realize, you know, you're, I mean, as I say, I, the more I drink it. The more I like it but then when you if you put down a really good rye in front of me mm-hmm. one of like the willet if you put the wallet oh, yeah. if you put the willet down in front of me right now I would drink it and say oh my god this is a thousand times yeah. better um, or the whistle
0: pig is just a little more complex than this yeah what whistle- also there's you know uh, there's a price difference between this and and you know those, those others but uh, you know if if, if, if it's Falconis then you know that's not much more uh, the Willet is about twice the price, if not just a little bit more than that. Um so if you're willing to spend a little extra cash on a rye, spend it on that. But you know, if you want something cheap and, you know, semi enjoyable, then you know, the Jack Daniels rye or even the Jim Beam rye Ben, which yes, you enjoy I like it very much Ra- too.
1: And the uh the the old forcer, the straight rye wasn't that mm-hmm, expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And that's a that's a pretty good buy. That's good. Uh just a quick shout out to Bourbon and Branch Podcast, who I've been listening to and they've been educating me on Uh, the science of bourbon is, you know, over and above the taste of it. Uh, great podcast, by the way. Great podcast. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week. Oh, it just makes me sad because it tells me that we're nearing (laughs) the end of the show. So we'll be right back with our beer of the week.
0: All right, and it is beer time. Ben is our Beer of the Week, and I'm sure you have some information for us.
1: Yes, this is from the Devil's Canyon Company in San Carlos, California. This is the Full Boar Scotch Ale. It's a deeply malted and caramel apparent with overtones of chocolate and a mild smoky flavor. It's a very complex beer that is light on the palate and easy drinking. The alcohol by volume is not lighthearted. It is 7.4%, and it's available in 22-ounce bottle and 12-ounce six-pack. They have a really interesting label. You can look at the pictures on Instagram and later this evening on Twitter. This is a very interesting label, very interesting brewery. They call this beer one of their Devil's Canyon Core beers. Uh, this is an interesting company. They have an interesting uh, interesting marketing campaign. But the beer looks really, really good, both from the presentation, as I can see it in front of his glass. But I'd love to hear your take since you have the full snifter over there.
0: You know, it's it's, it's an interesting aroma. I mean, it um, has a sourness to it. It's like a sour coffee, sort of scent that I'm getting. You're, well, actually, you can,
1: yeah. Let me give that yeah, a yeah. sniff
0: because you're just like, yeah. You have the can in front of you, but there's the glass right there. But it's it's sort of a sourness, a little bit of coffee, a little bit of chocolate coming through.
1: Let me open this can here. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Give it a little little bit of a sniff.
1: Ooh, it's got a stink to it. Yeah, it's like it's it's a little sour. It's 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 sour, but then I don't, you don't can, even know if it's sour more it, than a stink. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I, don't, I I get that sour, like it's almost like a sour coffee with some some chocolate notes coming through.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got a little bit of a sour yeah, smell. It's yeah. got a little bit of a. It it almost has a almost. I hate to say this, but it almost has a little bit of a dank smell to it. Maybe just a little bit of skunk, but
0: I kind of like the smell though. It's, it's interesting it's, it's, that because, you like it. No, no, because, you're it, because very, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting smell. You know, you don't usually get that from a beer, but let's let's give it a taste. In, uh, wow, it's chocolatey. I mean, like it it's like the the chocolate. Really, it really hits you at the back of the throat, and there's not much head. I wish there was a little bit more not, carbonation to it.
1: Not much you know, of a follow either. Mm-hmm. Well, or a finish. Not, not I mean, much the, of a finish.
0: The chocolatey sort of flavor sticks with you, though. And the color is really nice. I mean, it's a dark, it, almost like, uh,
1: you know. Oh, like it's a flavor, like a uh, dark uh, caramel. For those of you who can't see the beer, I mean, it does. I mean, it's almost like Coca Cola. I mean, yeah,
0: Coca Cola, sort of dark, color, dark caramel.
1: Not much head, not, not much carbonation, not, really. Not. I
0: wish it had a little bit more carbonation. Probably would be a little better with a little bit more carbonation. Almost
1: like uh, a Guinness where you don't actually get, you know, where you forget to pop the carbonation in the bottom of the can.
0: But it's easy to drink. Um, it's wet. It doesn't kind of have like a, a, a. Is it wet? No, I'm saying it doesn't have, a, it, doesn't have a, it doesn't have that dryness like that that beer that we had last. I think it was last week or the week before. it had like that really hit you with that dryness at the back of your throat. Whereas this one, oh, the fig. Was it that one? I yeah, can't that was which, good. I like, saved those. Yeah,
1: I have those for Super Bowl Sunday. But this one, it's it's it's
0: interesting. I'm not going to say it, it 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 tastes great, but. You're kind of thinking about which, which, which flavors are coming through. Like you're sort of pondering, you know. It's like, what am I tasting here?
1: I can. I mean, I think it's. I think it's a caramel, like a caramel chocolate, almost that I'm tasting with a little bit of sourness. But the taste is almost like a. It's almost like a one night stand. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's there and then it's gone. It doesn't give you a lot of time to get to know it. Yeah, as it goes, as it crosses your palate
0: it's not amazing, it's not something, you know, I mean, we've we've had other, you know, dark beers on the show that we loved, but this one is, it's semi-complex, but, I don't know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't pique my interest, you know?
1: Well, I'm just not sure what it should be. Hmm. Hmm. It's,
0: it's good, but not great. Not one of our better beers.
1: They're supposed to be wee heavy, super malty, rich, full of caramel flavors and aromas. Scotch ales go through a longer boil in the kettle, allowing the wort to caramelize. The result of this process is a dark brown, full-bodied, bursting with flavor, and generally higher in alcohol ale. Roasted multi-caramel flavors dominate in these boisterous brews, which usually clock in at a whopping 6 to 10% alcohol by volume. A slight bitterness may be present, though the strong caramel flavors from the long boil tend to dominate over noticeable bitterness. Unsurprisingly, some Scotch ales may have a slightly peaty flavor. Ah, there you go. The peaty flavor, the peaty smell. If you're going to have more than one, which trust us, you will from this website, we recommend pairing with a nice plate of charcuterie, and hard cheese, <laughs> no thank you. With the hard cheese, <laughs> ban the hard cheeses for God's sakes. Will cheers to that.
0: Hmm. I mean, it's easy to drink. I mean, I guess for... I can
1: see, and this might be the only thing I would eat a hard cheese with. With, with beer. Well, with this particular <laughs> beer. But it is—it's no that peatiness. No I think part- the peatiness is what we smell. That—that—that that, yeah, that that, that that, sort of—that sort of uh that 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 little bit that of a sourness? dank stink to it.
0: Hmm. So I'm just getting like a a sourness, not a peatiness. though. It's almost like a a, a salty chocolate.
1: It's really in- I mean maybe I've never had a Scotch ale before. But I can't help as I'm drinking it but wondering if it's bad. Like if it's gone bad. I don't think that. It's just
0: I wish it was. I don't it was, think it has. I'm just I wish wanting, it was, like. There was just a little more to the finish, too. You know, there's. The that, finish is, there's is, that little bit of. I'm a little you. bit of chocolatiness. Uh, a little bit of caramel. Caramel. A little bit of sour. But the peatiness, I don't really taste. It's not that sort of peatiness that you get from, you know, an island. Oh. Uh, scotch. But.
1: Mmm. <sighs> I'm just surprised, I am surprised at how smooth and easy drinking it is for the content of the alcohol, the color. And the color of it, too. And the, you know, it's pretty dense. I mean, the beer is pretty dense. Huh. I don't know what to make of this.
0: Yeah, I know. Hmm but i wouldn't come back for more
1: i don't you know? think i would i don't think like i, I would, would i would drink
0: you know one can or I'm not one sure one if bottle i finish this can and i would i would ask for something else um some Boddingtons? not Boddingtons. um einstock einstock for sure that toasted uh, that toasted Boddington. i mean oh, that the toasted porter, uh, right? the toasted porter that one was really good that one was that's the dark beer that i like yeah I'm another
1: liking. shout out einstock brewing company from iceland if you can get any of their offerings where you are from the lightest of the ales all the way through the porter or the toasted porter, they're all very, very good.
0: I mean, this one was nice to try. Something different. But uh, if I was to rate it on our scale or Thurston Gold scale of beers, I would also rate this probably a five. It kind of lands in the middle. It's not terrible, but it's also not great. Because the oligosh black, that was really
1: good. That was good. I, I got to be honest with our listeners. I'm going to give it a four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll drink it. Yeah, I mean. I will. I will drink it. <laughs> but. Uh,
0: maybe maybe give it to somebody else that comes over to me. Yeah, like, hey, maybe, take this beer.
1: Maybe if I drank one or two or three of these, I might change my opinion of it. It might be an acquired taste because I haven't had a lot of scotch ales. But I'd, I'd probably give it a four. Yeah. Mm,
0: nothing. Nothing great.
1: All right. Sorry, folks. But not terrible. <clears throat> I can't get it right every week, but next <laughs> week is Super Bowl Sunday tomorrow. Or next, or next tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. Franny, do you have any last thoughts about the Super Bowl? I'm going to see you in probably a few hours, hours. A few from hours. Now. A
0: few hours. I mean, you know, I, haven't, I mean, this entire podcast, I haven't. My mind hasn't really been in it because of what happened last Sunday, but uh, um, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll definitely do a, a pregame. Uh, a halftime and a post game uh, podcast.
1: Yeah, last year we had it in the rain. Last year, by the you know, for LA, I know those of you who are watching the game from Buffalo or from Minnesota or from uh, anywhere else with a with a cold climate this time of year. Last year was pretty rough for us. We had a uh, it was raining in Southern California. We had a big tarp over us out here trying to do the podcast on a Yeti mic. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go back and listen to our Super Bowl episode from you can last hear year, the rain you can through. hear the rain splashing through. And Franny and I complaining ad nauseum about how boring the game was because it was terrible from the outset all the way through to the end of the game. Uh, but tomorrow we hope for a much, much better outcome.
0: Let's hope so, Ben. Let's all right, so.
1: Franny. Anything else to add before we bid our listeners adieu? Oh, That'd be all. All Thank right. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow and next week.